Let's do the intro again, mate, eh? We'll stop. So funny. Not real motherfucking radio. Oh. 270 fucking five. Oh. The Zen of Elevator Motherfucking Travel. <laughs> With the one and only Ted Torres. Sanger. Elvis impersonator, author, musician, four-time New Orleans Film Festival winner. Day. Mayday is here. Hey. Allie is here. She doesn't have snacks tonight. Why are you worried about what the fuck I'm doing, man? We're going to talk about Ted's new book that Allie has sitting right over there next to her. It looks nice, doesn't it? It is. It does. Very nice. Very shiny. It's all glossy and shit. Yeah. Like an elevator. Oh, oh. You, you see what I mean? Like when you're in an elevator. <laughs> it sounds what? stupid, but I do like the size of it. Like yeah. it's a cool, I don't know, that version of a book. This is the size of book that I used to read when I used to read books when I was like in middle school. I used to have books like this. I'll read the fuck out of them. Yeah, that was intentional. I wanted it to be something, a little back pocket thing, a little thin volume, a one-off kind of edition thing. Yeah. And it didn't take long to put together because, you know, half of it was already written. Most of it was already written. It was a matter of putting it together and then doing the thing where I kind of made them all connected. When did you write so, these things? Started out with the artist entrance because oh. we... Just as a little background, what, four years ago? Three years ago? What does it say? Four? It said something in your, uh, in your bio when it was. Four years ago. Yeah. yeah. Artist yeah. entrance, we did at Southport Hall. Southport Hall. Southport Hall. Me and Dick English and George. It was a thing that we put together because there wasn't anything happening like that, and we wanted to go to it, so we just made it. <laughs> and it was to showcase musicians, writers, and visual artists. That's and actually birthed the deck room. This yeah. was the first thing that it was, was the first thing that ever happened in the deck room, yeah. Damn. Yeah. And so we, I ask yeah. you a question. Yes. Why'd y'all think that you should do that? <laughs> in the deck room or just in general? Uh, in general. Doing it for other favors. Because <laughs> there was there was nothing like that. And but there might be reasons, right? No, I thought it did pretty good, right? No, I I'm asking a question. Oh, wow. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I mean, considering it that it was hot for maybe a few months. Yeah, that was rough. Oh, because it was early, too, when y'all yeah, were doing it. Yeah, that was a big problem, too, like when it started. Yeah, it felt there like was a fucking greenhouse in that motherfucker. Some internal arguments about that, oh, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. About what time? But Yeah, about when it should start. I think it started at, what, 6 o'clock or something oh, like that? Oh, it's still got two hours of sunlight. That's yeah, I think that was why we missed a lot of them, because like, we don't get off work till around that time, so it was like, fuck. It's shit, it's time. why I missed a lot of them. <laughs> <laughs> they try to coax you in with like, some kind of white beans or some shit. Oh, <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Come eat some of my grandma's beans. Why like, no? be white beans? Yeah, that's what they had. Right. Oh, no. oh, shit. Writers, artists. Fucking sausage, man. Writers, artists, musicians, and white beans. Yeah, boy. Come here, smell oh, food, God. sweat your dick off, and listen to somebody read something. <laughs> <laughs> we definitely should do that. Wow. <laughs> I expect that kind of shit from George, but not from you and Dickie, man. You're not hey, very nice. We're working with what we had. You know and I mean? so it begins. That's yeah. right. But anyway, you know, so people were showing up, and they were, they were reading poems and mostly poetry oh god I noticed. and i 
And I wanted to sort of, I wanted to be a part of it. I wanted to just sort of, you know, just to kind of get it going. To, you yeah. know, hey, look what I'm doing. You can come up and do this too. So I started writing short stories, and I'd never done that before. Um, and the first one I wrote was, I think, a story called Timelines that I read, which is the first story in this book. And then the, the title track, The Zen of Elevator Travel. And the whole idea was that, you know, I just kind of fell in love with the medium from writing, you know, long form fiction is that short stories can be about anything. It can be about just thoughts, concepts, five pages long, that kind of thing. So you're sitting at home one day and you're like, or maybe you're hanging out with Dickie and George and you're like, you know what? I really feel we need a place for me to read things to people and I will write something. Not just, no, not me. (laughs) All right. For other people, we wanted to go see it happen. Oh, all right. But in order to you know encourage people to do it, you got like I'm yeah, gonna go to, yeah, fill what, a date. That's why most of the of the bookings of the featureds were all friends of ours. Then how like, do you pick like a topic? You just sitting there with a blank page, and then how do you come up with an idea? Like go figure out what you're gonna write a story about. I'm sitting at a red light or something, and you have an idea about you know. Uh, oh look look. Look at this. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go, asshole. Is it start with like a character Move or a situation? Asshole. Uh, yeah, like they're most they're mostly just like just concepts, paint strokes. Like like the Zen of elevator travel is about that moment when you're in an elevator and your sole purpose in life is to ride that elevator from one destination to the other. So I made you know I had a character sort of embody that thought and. Uh, Ten pages later, it's a story. You know, it doesn't need to have any sort of development or anything like that. And uh, it's just a, a moment in time. A moment in time. That's exactly what this is. Weird shit does happen in elevator. Like time does weird things. Yeah, yeah didn't Mayday get in a fight in the elevator for French Quarter Fest or like Gretna Fest or something? That was definitely not Zen. Is that this fe- elevator <laughs> yeah, where the music? Didn't you say it was like some metal? That band? was biker trash. Fucking yeah. party. At, um, on the West Bank. Yeah. On the West Bank. Did Gretna not... Fest. Gretna Fest. Oh, yeah. You got a fight in an elevator? Oh, yeah. yeah. It just it, it got ugly really fast. I was already preloaded, and then I almost got into a fight with uh, some dude. And then he's like, man, I don't feel like beating some ass. You were criticizing like, it. It all started when, when they played Simple Man earlier during the day. It was just downhill. The, the Muzak. Coming in the speakers in the elevator. Oh, my God, huh? Yeah, so anyway, the the result was 10 stories that initially weren't related, or at least the first five weren't. But the way the book is set up, you can choose a floor and just kind of start wherever you want, and they're all related. As long as you read all 10 stories, you'll get the full concept of of the book. Is it like a choose-your-own-adventure kind of Kind of. Thing? Yeah, it is kind of. It's odd. Sorry, it's the way you said it. <laughs> it's not going to change the story, though. No, no it's not going to change read. the story. I'm just saying uh. that there's separate stories that are all in... There's 10 stories in one book. Right, and they're all related. You can get... When you, that's you the get part in, I don't understand. What the fuck do you mean? They're all related. Because they're, they're all related. Characters take place in the elevator? No, characters sort of walk in and out of oh. each other's stories. It, the whole thing doesn't take place in an elevator. It's just... There are scenes in elevators, but you know, not all. The scenes. book starts to <laughs> the book folds back in on itself, sort of halfway through. So well, how you know which way I'm gonna read it? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I don't. 
It's Dude, like, hey, what's middle age? I don't know. I kind of do like that. You could read this out of order. Right, it already sounds might, like a Tarantino movie. Yeah, I think I might actually be able to read this one because like, my brain's small and I can't read whole long <laughs> books anymore, but this one's got separate stories. That might be workable. I think you'll dig it. Thank you. Use a word in the, uh, in the write-up. Sensual. Hmm? What the hell? What do you mean these books sensual? Them Who people? wrote that? Where is it? You. Oh, it was me. <laughs> well, whoever wrote you, write them. An atmospheric jabs to the part of the psyche that bask in the sensual. Oh, that's from the website, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's what it basically was. It was me getting up and reading. The whole idea when I was writing these stories, and I don't know if other short story writers do this because I'm new to it. I have no idea. But to me, it's about sensual jabs, and what I meant by that was just like snapshots, things that... <laughs> Uh, thing words and things that'll just sort of get you immediately by the shirt and pull you into uh, an environment. He gently and strokes then, the back of her thigh with his hand and then oh, what are you? jabs his what are you? index Don't finger. Don't forget the jab <laughs> Yeah. Think of sex in it? Lots of sex? You write sex stuff? No sex in it. All right. No. Violence? Sexual references. But oh, really? Yeah. Whoa. Like what? What does that mean? What do you think that means? Grab her by the pussy, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> like that? Like Trump's shit? I'd fuck her. Fuck I'll, her right I'll give you. Pussy. I'll give you an idea of like... So, uh, you know, there's a story about the, the, the character in the elevator whose sole purpose is to ride in the elevator and the people that walk in and out and her thoughts. It's a female lead. But there's also a story in that same building that she's in about a guy who climbs the corporate ladder while high on ayahuasca. What's ayahuasca? Is that weed? Yeah, cactus. Oh. Right. It's sort of a a shaman drug, one of the most powerful hallucinogenics known to man. I'll do peyote. You don't realize until the end of the story when he's recounting what you've already read through the eyes of someone on ayahuasca. Ah. And how he climbed the corporate ladder. And then done. On to the next story. And then the next story story picks up with a character from that story and then you, you hear his story and it so on and so forth. And Next story. Next story. And then, <laughs> yeah. It's an experience. It's, it's a, an experiment both with me writing short stories and how to actually structure a book. Hmm. And I don't know. You tell and they me. weren't, at first, they weren't connected. So you had to go back and kind of rewrite The first things three or four weren't. But then when I realized where they were going, I was like, you know what? I can, I can fold this back in on itself and make it a... A, a novel, thing. but All right. uh, still a collection of short stories. And again, just wanted it to be a one-off, pocket, back pocket kind of thing that you can, you know, read wherever, men's rooms, uh, bus stops for those of us who take the bus. Do you so get excited? Waiting rooms <laughs> for blood tests. Do you get excited tests. when you see people read? Um, you know, um, in line at Popeye's. Uh, <laughs> I'm just thinking of like you know mundane situations where you, red lights trying to get to this apartment probably would have knocked out a few stories at that point. It's good. It's not a novel, so you won't get a hemorrhoid if you read oh, it on the no. toilet. No, it's a novel collection. Right. That's it's, right. It's short. Novel as a new. That's yes. why it's in quotes. Yes. I don't know. Is any of this making any sense? Kind no, of, yeah. I still don't know what genre. I always well, ask you this: like, what <laughs> genre is this book? Like, if they made it in a movie, is considered a, a drama or no. suspense? It's, an, it's a fiction. Allie, this man, fucking what? shut don't the fuck up. Or no, thank you, Allie. I appreciate it. 
actually. <laughs> Thank you. I feel like Allie's my defense attorney. Thank you. Yeah, ah. just keep repeating. It's it's short stories over and over and over. <laughs> like, okay, we get the length of them. Obviously, you don't get it. There's How about, fucking ten of them, and this shit ain't short no more. <laughs> it's more it's more akin to like say uh, your dark mirror kind of stories, I guess. So what it's like the a hell? series, but it's all in one. What it's the like fuck series. are you talking about? Okay. Like when you watch a fucking series, no except shit. it's a book. And you I read got it. that part. I'm asking what kind of fucking book it oh, is, you're man. Fucking Why am I stupid, you serious yeah. ass motherfucker? Oh, what the fuck is this shit? I get the goddamn <laughs> length of the thing. I understand that it's ten chapters. Man, I get all that. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out is when God, I got a fucking uh, section of the library this bitch gonna be in. Don't fuck. It would be in the drama section, am I right? I'm guessing at this point, just for mm-hmm. fun value. In the drama section? No, it's, it's not a drama. Fiction. It's all fiction. fiction. You know, It's fiction. I don't get you're what you're that. asking, man. All right, what channel would make a movie ever. out of this? Lifetime channel? Disney <laughs> channel? HBO no. Max? Like, Sure, I can see it on HBO Max. Or, really? Or a Netflix right. thing. Netflix? Sure. Okay, good. He said it was like Allie Black already Mirror. read the fucking book. You're just dumb and you Allie, don't Allie, why don't you understand. just tell us everything about it then? Since you know, the, you know everything dumb, about man. this book. It just because it, it's sitting on the desk. I come home and you're already acting crazy, man. I'll walk, I'll walk you through the idea. Let's. You read the first story, you go, oh, that's yeah, an yeah. interesting story. You read the second story, you're like, wow, that was really cool. You read the third story, and you go, hey, wait a minute. I recognize this character from the first and second story. You read the fourth story. Oh, wait a minute. The one in the third story is in this one, too. And before you know it, by the time you get to the end of the book, you've got this entire universe of characters walking in and out of these stories, and it you what know, are they doing the in these stories? Just living life like they're, they're murdering each other? Or are they trying to solve a puzzle? There is, there's a lot of violence in really? Russia. There is yeah. violence, yeah. There's drug use. There's uh, they all tripping know. their balls off. This is like that hotel. Hello. By Skid Row where they found that little girl in the water tower. It's exactly like that. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? You never seen that? The little no. kid. That girl goes missing. They find her in the water tower. She was in a water tank on the top of a hotel. Yeah. 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 That's not the well, baby, is it? No. no. I forget what this was called. No. It's that hotel. Hotel Rwanda. So. Ho- no, hotel. <laughs> it was in Skid Row. And like a lot of people who weren't from here or from this country didn't understand what that was. And they were buying. Her name was Elisa Ann, the Cecil Hotel, downtown Los Angeles. Oh, yeah. Yep. Dude, you won the film festival thing four times. What? No. No? Mm-mm. You made that up. I thought I read that. Where? Did mm-hmm. you ever read your website? I... <laughs> no, either. <laughs> Somebody oh, no, put no, no, on no, no, there no, no, you no, won no. the film festival four times. You're talking about back in high school. Not the... Not the uh, four times, 48 New Orleans. Hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. New Orleans hi- Film Festival. Yeah, when I was in high school, I did uh, short films. Really? And I entered them into an LSU film festival. And freshman through senior year, I won top prize. Damn. Yeah. So that's why I was saying earlier, I wanted to get back into filmmaking. It's like, man. I think I'm, I'm working on something right now, a manuscript, and I think I got one more book left in me. Wow. And then I kind of want to, I want to start making films again. Nice. You got the content now. Now you want to turn them into something. Yeah. But it's kind of, I kind of miss cameras. I kind of miss that whole collaborative thing. When you were doing it, 
back in the day, you did. You were the cameraman, the editor, oh, yeah. the writer, and you got to think about it. This was the late '80s, mid to late '80s. So we're talking shoulder pack, VCR camera, you know, and kind I- of thing, and uh, shot everything in sequence. There was no editing. Yeah, yeah, you it couldn't like edit it. Having a conversation. Let's put the camera here. You say you're lying. Turn the camera to me. Say you're lying. Turn the camera to me. Say yeah. There was no editing. Nothing like that. It was all done in the camera. Holy shit! You yeah. serious? So and, everything uh, had to be in order. Yeah, yeah. I think I did. Maybe it's almost toward... made it easier. Almost, huh? It did. Yeah. I mean, you, when you didn't have, have no options. You I had the whole had thing in my it. head already. So it was just a yeah. matter of committing it to video. And. Um, Toward the end of my doing that, when I finally went to LSU, I got a hold of an editing suite, and I did start exploring that a little bit, but then I just inexplicably stopped. I don't know. I just, I didn't... Did you have a failure or something? Like No, you? no. I mean, they weren't... I mean, aside from the, the film festival, the LSU competitions, I mean, there wasn't anything that was making these things for. It was just, I just wanted to make them. So I just kind of, I don't know, I just stopped. Yeah, I think you're it was... winning, you're doing good at, you're good at something... Then how do you just stop? I don't know. I think I was I had that that tickle to just write, and that's kind of where the the fiction writing came in, and just wanted to be the sole creator and, and not be in that collaborative environment because it he it, thinks it does he knows he gets, it all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Heard that before, Ken. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. You know, so I want to get back anyway. But yeah, that was the LSU thing. I thought you were referring to the forty eight hour. Film did you ever win that one? You did it before. No, right? I did it. I did it once when I first came back to New Orleans, and um, no, we I don't even think we placed. Really? That thing, yeah. I think it was a little too flashy, a little too polished, a little too. I didn't do it. I wasn't in charge of it. I was just in it. Gotcha. But, oh, acted. When yeah. you did your movies at LSU, did you act in them and mm-hmm. everything? Yeah. So you had to act. Damn, you did. Dude, that too. I will totally come give you guys the DVD collection of that shit. You can have a great laugh. <laughs> I'm proud of them so, because, you know, there's snapshots of where I was then, but, yeah, I, I cringe a little bit. I went know? looking for them on YouTube. <laughs> They're not there yet. yet, but I'll tell you this. I, I just recently sort of unearthed the DVD that had all of them on them, and, and Scott Freelow said, give them to me now, and I'm going to digitize them and put them on YouTube. That hasn't happened yet, but I think they're... They're going to be there soon. Dude, fun. Well, I went looking for them, and then I got instantly a little upset. No. <laughs> yeah, because I was like, Ted was a motherfucker. Also won Elvis impersonation contest in Vegas <laughs> like multiple times. This is a whole nother area in his life right? that Orla- I did not even know yeah. existed. Orlando, yeah. Florida. That's where that was. Really? Right. Man. And it wasn't me. It was the other Ted Torres. <laughs> I got so excited, Ted. Dude, I go in, right? Uh, I put in Ted Torres, uh, film festival winner. I'm trying to find him. And it comes up. Ted Torres wins Las Vegas competition. And yeah, that sounds good, dude. Your voice is killing it. Thank you. And it's an Elvis impersonation. So I'm like, and the video is far away, right? Not that great quality. So I'm like, God damn, he really doing that shit. Look at him. I and then I'm looking. I'm like, Killing is it. that him? I don't really never seen Ted move like that. Like, but he's like Ted plays music. I know he's in bands. I know he can sing. Like, this is not. He said he worked in Bourbon Street. I'm like, maybe this is. Maybe that's him, right? So then I go look at another video, and this one's a little closer, a little better, and uh, and he talks. So I'm like, 
is that him? I'm like, it's hard to tell though, because I never heard Ted do a fucking Elvis impersonation. So now, dude, my mind, is, I'm having so much fun with this, because I thought I had you, right? I'm like, look at this, that bastard didn't tell us, didn't want, he thought I was going to make fun of him or something. I don't know, man, he's really good at it. People love this guy, he look at tons of views. I'm like, can't believe Ted has his whole secret identity. That must have been when he shaved the patch off. <laughs> so, so then finally, the third video I watched, after I'm having so much fun, I'm all excited. I think I fucking Sherlock Holmes, this motherfucker. And uh, I, they got woman of a close-up, and I'm sitting there having to pause it, stare at it like that. No, that is not fucking Ted. <laughs> no, but it might no. be Ted with contacts in know, and fucking yeah. a wig. Like, yeah, yeah, that yeah, may yeah. be Ted. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. No, I was both very happy that it wasn't you because you weren't, like, hiding this. This is a monumental no. thing from us all these years. No. But at the same time, it's like, damn. If I was an Elvis impersonator, and because of the mindset of Elvis impersonators, I'd still be an Elvis impersonator. <laughs> they just then it was don't give that shit up. Yeah, right, right. You, know? yeah, <laughs> you kind of in it uh, to right. the end on yeah. that. <laughs> and I'll, I remember back in the MySpace days when I first discovered this other Ted Torres in Orlando, <laughs> Florida. I reached out to the motherfucker. Yeah. And, and, yeah, we're friends on Facebook. Now. I'm dead oh, too. Yeah. I'm Ted Torres <laughs> too. That's fucking awesome. Damn, so you knew about this guy for a long time. Yeah. yeah. I knew about him when I was trying to sort of build a, a internet presence, and yeah. I already saw that there was one there. <laughs> you know, Ted, you do a Ted Torres search, and immediately, boom, yeah. Elvis Impersonator pops up. He's big, man. This yeah. dude's big. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're listening, Ted, I'm coming. Wait, what? I'm coming to get you, Brie. <laughs> On the Google search, I'm coming to get you. Dude, you ought to just set up another site that just looks a lot like his and trying to get some bookings. Like, this dude probably making good money, bro. You'd be, like, be like, yeah, a, I'm Ted. You're not lying. I'm doing Elvis Costello in person. <laughs> Blow his fucking mind. <laughs> uh, one of my dreams was always to do the damn Weird Al fucking uh, show. I yeah, know. Weird Al and Gallagher. Yeah, I remember that. I, I just think you could pull it off. I still think that's a horrible idea. But really? Dude, Weird Al and Gallagher pitch cover it, pitch fucking me, Pitch thing? it to me. T I make, just make did. Me it's Weird Al and Gallagher. <laughs> Why would you wish that on somebody to do? Yeah. People love the fuck out of Weird Al, man. Who, who would be who? Ted would be both of them? No, he gonna be fucking Weird Al. I can't sing or do nothing talented. No, I just want throw, throw fucking fruits at people, man. <laughs> oh, you'd be Gallagher. Fucking, yeah. You'd be Gallagher. Yeah, so I'll wow, be Gallagher. You could pull Gallagher. off Gallagher. He yeah. wore like the suspenders and like the weird Ain't about hat. looking at him, motherfucker. That's easy. I just gonna break have? shit. Like, I'm gonna... Throw food at motherfuckers. Did People he, like, love always, that like, shit. always like smash a watermelon yeah, with like a big while we're playing Weird Al songs, man. I'm yeah. telling you, it's that's, a how hit. We, that's how we ended his night. Just <laughs> smashing shit. Go through an entire comedy show and then just smash shit. Smash shit. So wait, so I'd be like trotting around with an accordion with piped in accordion music because I'll never learn how to play the accordion with a curly wig and. Weird Al plays all kinds of people's songs. Singing about songs. food, they and do. you would break food. All Weird Al does is paper chases set ah. with different words. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. This ain't a far stretch for you, bro. That's true. <laughs> Come on. It's true. Cheese will do the Coolio part. <laughs> what's, what's wrong with that? Ain't nothing wrong with it. People spend good money for that shit, man. All right. Any club owners <laughs> listening, if you want this to happen, <laughs> let us know. <laughs> They probably won't let us do it because we're not Jewish. Oh, <laughs> are you Jewish? No, I'm not. Yeah, we ain't getting that gig. Yeah, <laughs> think you gotta be. It's one of the requirements. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of gigs, dude. Back my, burner. 
Back, last back, time back. Uh, a Yardbirds performance, dude, I felt so bad you did not want to do that at all. Uh, yeah, what, that was bad. At was what bad. point did you were like, I am out. I don't want to do this at all. Well, I, I don't know. I think the first time around it was a blast, and yeah. then the second time around, it, there was you know lack of interest. The world shut down. We had that sort of scramble at the last minute to try to live stream it, and I don't know. I wasn't exactly having a bad time, but it kind of came around the same time where I was just done playing music. Yeah, you were done playing music, and then that was it. That was my swan song gig. Oh God, I'm sorry that that's what it thing, ended up having to be. <laughs> that's I think the, it would things shut down, and then they seemed like they were opening back up, and then they shut down hard again, uh, yeah. right. like uh, hours before. Yeah. And nobody knew how they were going to be enforcing this shit. Right. I was I was ready for the feds to be kicking in the doors and telling <laughs> us to stop. And whatever I wanted the them fuck. to at that point. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. fuck this with a CDC badge. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, you can't be playing Spreading American it woman everywhere in that <laughs> manner here. I know. So, but no, I mean, I yeah. felt bad because too. I I got to the point. I didn't have a bad time. That that's a misconception. But I was, you know, kind of like this could be a lot better. What yeah. we're doing oh, right now, yeah, no, like yeah. fun, and we're well, no, it we're, we're been kind good. of, been fun, yeah. <laughs> you know, we, we're kind of like pandering to the to the environment right now, and it's supposed to be an audience interaction thing, and right now this is just what we're doing is kind of silly, you know, and yeah. the whole oh, yeah. even before we showed up to it, I was like, are we really gonna fucking do this without an audience, you know? And we did. Yeah. We most certainly did. And hey, that's why hey. the bass ended up in a garbage can. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. I was done. Uh, then. Right. You came back Things since then. Yeah, I came back. Had a yeah, I didn't want somebody else fucking... I can't stand being forced to quit. Like, that shit bothered the fuck out And I respect that. And I know that's why you guys were hell-bent on making this happen. Plus, yeah, I mean, you know? we did put forth all the effort of practicing and learning all the shit. Right. You know, and- the, fuck, the fucked up part is it becomes a thing of principle because there's people are dropping off and I'm like, okay, I, no one really wants to do this. <laughs> yeah. I'd probably just be a good guy. I'd just go, all right, fuck it, we're not doing it. We lost. We got canned. And the fucking government just shut us down. You got it's, them on the balls. You got them It's too ball. dangerous. And then... uh. Fuck. Was that the only one though? That had no, any- you weren't. No. Kevin, no, you Kevin did not want to do it. <laughs> he quit halfway. He <laughs> did not want to do it. All right, that's it. We're like, well, we got like four more songs. I think Scotty was fucking indifferent, and uh, I think Mayday was like, I don't know. His shit was so hectic. Like, I don't know. The the weird thing is, it wasn't like wanting to do it. Like, I got into a mode. I didn't want to do it from the beginning. Does that make sense? I don't want to do any of that shit. It's no. a lot of work and effort. It takes a lot of energy. No, I think it would have been fun. I don't want to do any of it. But if I say I'm going to do it time. and I go and commit to doing it, then I'm going to do it. And I'll be goddamn if anybody's going to fucking stop me. Well, you didn't Does have that a make good, sense? good Yeah, well, sure, but you didn't have a good time the first time. Around. I don't never have fun time, doing we any really, of this really shit. I had a great time both we were times. Really personally. drunk the first time. I think it would have been. I think I had a good time the second time. We would have had a great time if the audience would have been there. And right. If all, all the bullshit wouldn't. I happen. think we started to sense uh, way after the, I guess, the point of no return, that not all of the elements were going to be in place 
for this to be a success. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> you know what hey, I mean? Somebody's on the phone. Somebody, on the phone. Okay. Yes. Who is this? Man, I'm just listening to Ted talk, and yeah. he could just say whatever, and it's poetry, man. That's why I just didn't speak, man. I'll just stay on the line, man. I feel like since I'm on the phone and I'm kind of there, like with the with the signals, I'm like next to you, man. So just keep going. I feel more closer to you on the phone, just staying on the phone, than like listening to you, man. So just keep going. Greg, I'm feeling it too, buddy. I hope you're good. How you doing? Man, I'm doing great, man. I wanted to ask you, man. You made sure to uh, put a little of that uh, uh, Dr. Bronner soap on that base, man. Wipe it off, man. All that crud and trash you got on that when you threw it in the dumpster. <laughs> man, that was the coolest, most punk rock fucking thing I ever witnessed, man. And that made that night worth it, man. Well, good. I'm glad something made it worth it. <laughs> Man, I tell you, man, and uh, I tell you, man, I've, I've been doing what your parents did to you, man, man, when they would spin you around and punch you in the face, man, I started doing that with my kids, man, and it fucking worked, man. When you said that, man, I laughed so freaking much, man. I've been telling my buddies, man, I was like, man, that's what you got to do, man, it, it tightens these kids up, man, so thank you for that, and just thank you for your skills and your uh, your time and patience with the yard birds, man. We've done it twice, man, and it was a beautiful thing, man. No, you're welcome. That means a lot. Thank you. Greg, did you want? Did you want to quit? Ahead, no, go ahead. Did you want to quit that show? Did you want to not do it? No, man, I wanted to do that show just because I wanted to be in the same <laughs> room. And it was the sanctity lying. of brothers, oh, man. Sanctity of brothers, man. Let me tell you something. All right, let me tell you something. I may be lying, but right now I'm telling the truth, man. It was the sanctity of brothers, and man, like he said, the the the, the COVID police would have came in, man. And they would have shot like 10 bullets, man. They would all hit me because I would have jumped in front of each one of y'all because it's a sanctity of brothers, man. <laughs> That's beautiful, Greg. Hey, Ted, it's so much fun. He fucking quit music completely. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, look. That's why I was asking. Look, I'm in the same boat, man. Freaking old uh, uh, home of boys, uh, Rick Flavored Arsenal, man. They didn't let me in the band with keys, man. I crushed my keyboard, and I thought about all the times that these stupid heavy metal bands are just so serious and so stupid, man. They made me want to quit, man. So I was asking Ted, man, we're in the same boat, man. Fuck music, right, man? I want to get into poetry, man. Can you give me a tip or two? Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. I tell you what, invite me out to the camp, and we'll we'll sit down and we'll talk about poetry. Man, I love it, man. You shoot, because uh, if you don't, I got like Fuck three yeah. or four guns. You can just, all right, man, bring bring whatever you want, man. And uh, what we'll do, man, is you can teach me how to like be a word, like a romantic wordsmith like you are. And if 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 it doesn't work, I'll write it and we'll throw it out and we'll shoot it, man. And we're just killing it, man, because it's all progression, man. Because all these metal bands around here, they just do the same thing, man. E chord, A chord, open, open, E chord, A chord. I want to progress more than E, A, and open, open chord, man. <laughs> Let's shoot some shit. Man, we're gonna do some shit, man. You fucking eat meat, man. We're gonna shoot some live shit, <laughs> make it dead, throw it on the grill, write poetry about it, man, to become YouTube sensations, man. How about that? I'm so in. I'm so All right, in. man. Fucking Ted Let's and Greg. This. Oh, that's got a good ring to it, man. The Ted and Greg show, man. There you hey, go. man. True story. Uh, the the beat writer William S. Burroughs, toward the end of his life, his work was taking a lot of the stuff that he had written and shooting holes through it. Really? Yeah. He had, a, he had an artist that was working with him, and there was an, there was an actual exhibit uh, back in the late 90s down, uh, uptown on, on uh, Oak Street where they showed all of his work with bullet holes in it, and people 
you know, with their hands clasped behind their back, sort of walked by and looked at it and said, hmm, and walked on to the next one. Instant mm. collector's item. Right. So it's not unheard of, Greg. Let's do this. Let's make the myths. Man, let's, let's do it, man. And if anything, I just want you in my presence, and I'll just give you something to, to read, and I'll just listen to you until I fall asleep. You can tuck me in and stuff. Just don't touch my butthole or anything like that. I'm not cool with that, no. man. But, you know, I got a few rooms you can just crash, man. You know, if I, if I ever get money, man, I'm just going to give you $100 million, man, to fucking sing me lullabies and go to bed, man. I'll steer, I'll steer voice, clear man. the butthole. I promise. I'll, I'll steer <laughs> right, clear man. the butthole. Let's do this. He's got the, the you know right, Ted likes them sensual jabbings. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, look. No hey, sensual jabbings. I like that jazz fusion, you know. It'll be jazz fusion, and you can fuse right into your butthole or something like that, you know. <laughs> we'll explore our feelings out on the porch looking out over the swamp. Yeah, reading poetry. With, with a bunch of dead shit in front of us, man. Don't forget about that, man. We still got to be a little, like, 75% man. All right. Okay, deal. I'm pretty sure. Okay, all right, man. I'm pretty sure hanging out reading poetry late at night is like a gateway to the butthole, Greg. Just, it is, just might want to think about. You don't have dead carcasses all around you, of course, man. Everybody knows that. Like, man, these dudes are reading some really homosexual stuff, but they gotta be, man. We're gonna go shoot guns first thing in the morning, <laughs> right? Yep, yep. And never and speak uh, of this again. <laughs> No, man, and look, when you come up to the when come up to the camp, man, I know wood's pretty expensive nowadays, man, but I'm sitting on a little bankroll, man, and I want to give you the Bow Bridge experience. So I'm going to build a fence, and that night we'll write poetry and destroy that fence and shoot shit at our neighbors. Hopefully some vermin come around. We can shoot it and cook it. A little barbecue sauce ain't, ain't, ain't made nothing tastes any better. You know what I'm saying? I'm already blocking off a week. Let's do this, Greg. All right, man. Look, man, it's getting hot. Skeeters are coming out, man. If you can kill some bugs, man, we would go with that, man. We'll have a man's poetry night, man. <laughs> He's going to bring George and Dickie with him. <laughs> Set up a stage. We'll do it there. Yeah, we'll, man. Yeah, we'll, you know, resuscitate the artist's entrance in Bowbridge. I, I think people need that yeah. out there in Bowbridge. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Yeah, man. You know, we got good internet connection. We can stream it, man. You know, we can, you know, let let other bros in on the bro time. I just want to around, you well, know, and, and, and I'll get Golden Corral to cater, man. I'll get Golden Corral to cater. We'll have the chicken nugget bananas on, on the table, man. We'll boil some crawfish. And we'll hire a crew to spin people around and punch them in the face. Man, that sounds like a, that's yeah. a dumb one episode for Ted and Greg show, man. I'm writing this all down right now. Look, man, my people contact your people. Your people contact with my people, man. Not Neil, not Real Radio, man. We appreciate everything you do, man. I'm out, guys. Y'all Come be on. good. All right, Greg from Brobridge. Greg. Yo. <laughs> Chicken nugget bonanza, man. man. <laughs> he Hang on, I'm writing, you... I'm writing this down. Hang on. <laughs> you were like, mm-hmm, yep. Yeah, <laughs> something about the butthole. Okay, all right, I'll, I'll steer clear. Write of that. it down, dude. So you quit music. The bass goes in the <laughs> in the garbage after the horrible experience. Right, we all go into lockdown. Yeah, so you you did right. some writing in that. Yeah, I finished up this collection. So this is when that got. Yeah, that's done. when it kicked into high gear. Right. Do you yeah. make a lot of changes? Like you wrote it once and then you go back. Not this one. I mean, like I said, I meant this to be a one-off thing, so I figured I'd take that time. I remember calling you guys one night when you were on the air and saying, this is the time to do what you got to do, Yeah, man. a motivational speech. Had a half a bottle of vodka in me at that point, and I was like, this is it. Everybody's locked down, man. Make the movies, write the books, record the albums. Go, go. Right. And then I it's woke so up the funny. next morning clutching my temples and realized I should probably take my own advice, and that's, that's what I did, and that's what this is. How do so. you do it? On a computer? You sit you sit down on a laptop? Or do you have yeah. like a desktop unit? I got a laptop. 
Yeah, I have an old laptop. I've been, I don't know, it's about like 13 years old uh, that I've been writing on for the past, well, 13 Ki- years. Kitchen but before table? that, I had like old word processors and shit, so. Kitchen table or like you got a little desk? Uh, wherever. I'm not a desk-bound writer. A but sofa. there are some, but I'm not that guy. I can, I can write anywhere. On a sofa? Yeah. On the sofa. In How bed. you get up? Put a pillow or something? That thing get hot, man. <laughs> How you do this? I want to see Ted. I want to see him in his environment writing. All right. Well, imagine me in bed. In bed? I'm just going to get... I'm going to paint a picture for you. All right. I'm in bed. Yeah. I got the laptop on my lap. I'm, um... I got the screen open with the Word document of the manuscript. There are many open screens of porn in progress. <laughs> Multiple porn windows. Right. There's another or one monitor. You want sure. a solo monitor? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, and then there's one open to a website called bestgore.com, which isn't in existence anymore, but showed a lot of you know um, executions and beheadings and stuff it's like, like that. Like rotten.com. Yeah, or something? you know, just the kind of shit to lull you to sleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. <laughs> um, I desensitized myself with would, that in the yeah, early I did, days. I did too. It was awesome. Yeah. I think a lot of people did too. That's why that website is no longer in existence. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Bestscore.com is gone. Yeah, the fear yeah. fear porn wouldn't work on them anymore. <laughs> right. After exactly. you watch that dude get his head decapitated with that dull knife. That, that was, was on about the end. Which one? That was on Cause. The, the one day. right before we bombed a country. Yeah, I deleted. I, um, I downloaded that off one of those like torrent websites. Yeah. I got to see it when I was a kid. I was like, holy fuck. But anyway, yeah, so, you, was... so you're in bed porn, gore porn. Right. It's bad for your back. You have like pillows shoved up. Like, yeah, I got pillows. You... Now this okay. is just the the bed scenario. I mean, yeah. you know, there's uh, a bed. Like you have one of them beds that got the motor where you can make it go up in the back. No, no, not yet. All right, not yet. Once some sales get through and that, you gotta get you one of them. They are right. nice. Right. Lift right. up the legs, get the circulation going. It is nice, but make the gout never better. Uses it. it never turns a button, so I never get to use it unless I'm in there by myself. Well, next Y'all time I write a book, button, I'll fucking use it. Y'all Great. got one of those beds? Yeah. Get the fuck out. Yeah, it's, it's really not that bad. It's the frame that you buy and then like the whatever attaches to it and then it'll bend. Like the uh, mattress will bend with the frame. No, I like going to libraries. I like crashing the UNO library where I graduated from. Just really? You go nice. I used to go to UNO library. Yeah, I just walk in like I'm still a student there or a professor or alumni. Well, I'm alumni. Yeah, nobody know. will ever know. Yeah. Sneak up to the third floor and work on some pages. I swear I'm weird like that. Ever since I was in, you know college before i even went to UNL, i would sneak in the libraries and that was like my idea of a saturday night work on pages you sneak booze in there with you sometimes yeah (laughs) do you you have to drink when you write you don't have to is it better you're writing better um no 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 a lot more it depends on the writing and the editing it's two different things and when i'm writing i want to be editing and when i'm editing i want to be writing uh, where the alcohol works best, I would say probably with the editing. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. When you're supposed to be paying attention to do shit right? Yeah, mm-hmm. because, you know, you you sort of stream of consciousness write something, the next day you kind of read it again, but with sort of a, you know, when you dull the brain a little bit. You're not as a creator. Your, your eyes tell you what you think you should be reading as opposed to what you wrote. Does that make sense? Oh, Okay. You know what you I mean? You put shit that is not there. Right. Because you know it should be. Right. Where if you, you're hungover, you're sh- a little shitty, it's yes. so blurry, you're really focusing. 
Right. Right. You're not as... Um, I don't understand how so many writers are like alcoholics. That shit horrible. The last thing I feel like doing when I'm getting drunk is like sitting down writing something. Well, that's why you're not a writer. True. Yeah. I'm not good at drinking either. Yeah, I could write are. a book. I could write a book the day after I drank while I'm sitting on the fucking toilet. I can tell because... I couldn't find any mixers for my vodka in I this know, place. It's so bad. Oh man, really? We should have something. One of those like little Lacroix drinks or something. I, I did a couple shots of the absolute mango you had in the cabinet. Oh, all right. I got my. Man, drinkers don't drink health drinks. Like the last thing they worry about is drinking something good. Like they want something with some fructose in there, some bubbles, maybe some orange juice, right? Right. What you got in that thing? This is uh, absolute and um, some Minute Maid pineapple juice kind of thing. Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> that was too great. Boy, that See was you a later. wild one, man. So you quit music. You write. You write this book, or you finish this thing up. Then do you call Cheese, or is Cheese call you? How does that work? Come on. What do you mean? He was already in Paper Chase. He quit music with the Yerbers. Okay, he well, was done. Right. Hey, go do something else. Well, that that coincided with me being burnt out and not being able to keep up the music schedule with my day job. So the whole thing just, it wasn't adding up. I wasn't getting any, you know, satisfaction out of it anymore. And, and the world was shutting shit, down dude. anyway, so I figured, well, you know. Right, they're not playing gigs. Being forced into retirement. Musicians didn't. Imagine the world going away. They fear stages and clubs shutting down. Not everything, the entire live music industry becoming insignificant and non-existent, right? So I went along with it. I was like, yeah, this is great, you know? Perfect but, time to quit. But, you know, it's in my blood. I'm not going to fucking stop playing music, you know? So when, when things did start opening back up again and Paper Chase started getting bookings again, and I don't know if you know this, but news flashes that Cheese is no longer with Paper Chase. Oh, you serious? That was his band. Holy shit. No, we didn't know that. And Cheese, if you're listening, I don't know if you wanted this to be public knowledge, but we've, we've done a few shows since then and you haven't been there. So. Well, who the fuck is singing? Justin by himself? That fucking Paper Chase uh, Are you singing too? picture from years ago and just been looking like the right. damn Back to the Future. Yeah. So now so. we gotta cut cheese out too. So Phil Upton's still doing this. Yeah, oh, it's, it's me, Justin, Phil, and Woody, and we have had some hype guys come in and you know do certain shows, but like Flavor Flav. We had Flavor Flav. Nice. I like the clock. Um, we had DMX. Gone too soon. Oh yeah, yeah it's a shame. <laughs> <laughs> But no, it's it's kind of like just the four of us now, man in the ship. And, right. um, so you, you know. didn't officially ever quit that. It just was convenient. No, that I never. Yeah. They were. You yeah. didn't tell them you quit. No, but there was a gig where we were kind of tearing down one night, and uh, there was talk about, "Hey, Ted, we thought you quit the band." And I don't know if that came from something I said on the air yeah, or yeah. something I, yeah. I don't know. Oh, maybe throwing that thing in there and saying I quit music <laughs> I could have did it it's true kind of indirectly you might have done it did it but oh, uh, we didn't know if you still had a bass <laughs> so did no, when they kicked that. cheese out did it get bad <laughs> <laughs> was this drinking what was it I'm dying to know now <laughs> this is great to, to be honest with you I, I don't even know I just know that cheese no longer wanted to be a a part of it. Oh, cheese quit. And I respect that. Yeah. 
Yeah, he quit. Him like and Justin. What's wrong with that? Like, him and Justin just couldn't get along. Well, maybe sometimes that's going to happen. No, probably because he's settling down, being a family man, doesn't have Go time. fuck yourself. No, it's something more dirtier than that. I can't believe Cheese, believe me, Cheese would do it to us. Fucking him with <laughs> He ain't getting off this fucking easy, boy. Jesus, had a field day. We would have done a whole well, hour on this. That's true. <laughs> okay. You guys had no idea that Cheese wasn't in Paper Chase? No, anymore? y'all no. didn't post nothing about it. I'm looking I thought at the I page. saw something come up about Paper Chase not long ago. Nobody Was that you? Did. It doesn't say anything about Cheese had left. Well, I mean, you know, nah, promo dude. stuff for gigs. Nah. We were doing a lot of, you know, <laughs> private gigs. And, we, we, you know, we're not playing yeah. bars much anymore. There was, a, there was, we did the... Uh, what tomato festival in Chalmette, which is like the first public show that the band's done in years. But I see that, yeah. Um, and then y'all played at a inaugural fishing rodeo for the Tammany Yacht Club. That's I mean, it's got to be hard to replace yeah, them, yeah. though. I mean, somebody's got to jump around and oh, plug it's a in different those thing. lights. It's a different thing altogether. Really, I, I miss them terribly. You know, yeah. but um, it, it's the kind of thing where if you try to find a replacement, it doesn't work because Cheese built the band around him. So. The other way around, a band trying to find that guy to sort of build around it, it just you just had to find what y'all do. Yeah, we got to up what we do, and if that guy comes around again, then it could be cheese. I don't know, cheese. If you listen, could be you again. Um, Go fuck yourself. All right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) If that dude comes around again, you know, and it works, then then it works. But right now, it's just it's just the four of us. Keeping the the thing going, and it's and it's it's working for what it is. You yeah, know? add a couple nice. more Kid Rock songs, you got to make. Yeah. <laughs> and then you can the finally take out there. the Eminem songs that Cheese had no business trying to rap. Yeah, God forbid you don't have Cheese jumping around. My name around. is Slim Shady. <laughs> oh, y'all just shitting on the dude. No, I love I'm Cheese like, to death, but some of the, some of the Eminem songs. Man, yeah. we. I've been shitting on Paper Chase since I heard the name. All right. Like, <laughs> Day one, it was like, oh, I'm going to bust this balls. Uh, you know what it was? It was killing him. I warned Cheese about doing cover music and being in a cover band and what that was going to do to his brain. And I think he finally caught on and was like, he's right. I'm, my brain is mush. What? What, is it, <laughs> what? what does it do to his brain? It did. It, what did it do? It, it collapses a person. The it's not good for him. What is it? Cover music. Yeah. You mean just playing covers? See, like Ted guy, he's writing what? his, he's writing books and he's doing yeah. creative outlets. Other than that, that's I think very important. Just playing cover music and there's a weird thing that happens to a man's ego. I think when you do cover music, what? Like what? What happens is these songs you already got a lot of shit going for you that had nothing to fucking do with you. Somebody else made a great song. Somebody else uh, promoted it. Somebody else, like a lot of things went into play and it resonated with people. That's a magical fucking thing, right? Then a person comes along and they're like, a, mostly the singers or guitar player, like a lead guitar player. I don't see this really happening to other guys. Y'all know, like I'm doing a job. I played a bass in this song. Right. You're not being like, this is me. This is representing me. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like a lead singer or a lead guitar sometimes, they start believing that these people loving this song and them playing it is like a lot of reflection reflection upon themselves, mm-hmm. and it's not. No, so, I, does that really, make sense? Like, yeah. I think they get a way over bloated like, ego with it because you're getting a response of people are loving something, and you're like, yeah, this is... Is me doing this. It's like, yeah, right. you're doing a part of it, but it's such a small fucking part. And those people who go see cover bands, 
God damn, you could take one of them little fucking monkeys with the symbols that you crank up, and they're staying and watch that shit for fucking an hour. I seen these brain dead motherfuckers. They just out there trying to get some pussy or fucking dick. Had them fucking old, old over 45 watch ass it, women. Watch it. What? Nothing. That's what they doing. They just know, going out. I know, but you insult somebody by saying that kind ah, of What's fucking some new? Some people are in cover bands. Some people go to see them. And some people fuck old women over 45 that like cover bands. Yeah, they're out there. be careful with what you say. They're out there looking uh, for some dick so you can feel like uh, good about themselves for them <laughs> temporarily. But ask that, that monkey playing the cymbals how much he's making at the end of the night. Yeah, right? yeah. And no, that's and why that, they're doing it. Yeah, right, uh, right. Well, and, it's a job. I don't get what you Yeah, doing. and I'll tell you this as well. There's a difference between a cover band that gets up there and, you know, T-shirts and blue jeans and plays cover bands. You know, Bourbon Street thing. I, I did Bourbon Street, you know, forever. Um, I admire the work ethic that goes into doing that. Uh, but, yeah, there are some people on Bourbon Street that feel as though they wrote that music. You know, they have that sort of attitude. But it's when you take it to, when you have a gimmick to go along with the cover band. That becomes you. Yeah, that's like when you, you can add your originality yeah. to it, you know. And the band becomes more the show than the, the songs that are being played. And there's a, you, you can, right now, you can think of a handful of bands at that. Oh, yeah, we know several. Yeah, yeah like the Yardbirds. Like yeah. the Yardbirds, huh? <laughs> that's a bunch of dudes in jeans just fucking thinking they goddamn Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> <laughs> That's the trick. That that's how you make that kind of shit original. Yeah. Is to add a gimmick to it and mix it in. But look, you know, I did the original music thing. I, I've written music. I still want to write original music at some point. Um I've had offers to do it. Uh, but it doesn't pay. It doesn't pay. And at this point in my life, that's you know, cover music and being a bass player in a cover band is like a trade. You know, so it's it's what I do. And dude, don't mistaken of me saying that this is all cover band people. This happens to original bands oh, too. Yeah. If you're an original band, you happen to still be torn in 25, 30 years, you're a cover band of yourself. Yeah. And if you ask them guys, every time I've ever heard it, they're like, they don't want to play them songs anymore. You know, those songs still mean something to some people. Those songs have been so old to them after the day they left the recording studio that they never wanted to fucking hear them again half the time, from what I understand. You know what I'm saying? I can't speak for them people, but I think it happens to them too, just that they grind. Oh, yeah. Even playing your own music. I can't imagine doing bourbon shit. How many days a week did you do that when you were like at your busiest? Uh, four or five. Maybe seven. Yeah, four or five days oh, a week, God. and toward the end of it, I was doing matinee shows, which was from 4 o'clock in the afternoon to 9 p.m. before the main you know, nighttime band came on. It was so. Elvis every night, or you swapping? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Heartbreak Hotel, seven times in a row. I'm a Ted Torres uh, cover artist. Right. You cover uh -huh. Ted Torres. It's uh -huh. Ted Torres as Ted Torres as Elvis. Come on in. Kids drink free. Because <laughs> yeah. the sun was still out. I'm the half-price Ted. <laughs> yeah. It was a grind, man. You know, and uh, now that it's opening back up again, um, I haven't been down there in a while. Really? How long? Like years? It's been well, a couple years, but... I have friends that come in from, from Birmingham, where I spent like almost a decade after Katrina. They come in and, and visit, so I show them around, I accompany them. And they came in right before COVID. And I've said this before, I, you know, I go down there sometimes, you walk into some of the clubs and 
those bands toward at a certain point in the night they all look like just these defeated ghosts just standing on stage you know yeah because yeah. yeah, it's long shifts and it's really tiring because it I is. used to have a lot of friends what? that were in those bands it's that, fucking and hard start the drugs only work so much and he's on the move there he goes something I said must have upset him what happened man so it's definitely not something that sounds like you're gonna be I'm going back to work on Bourbon Street I don't know. Oh, holy shit, man. Look, I mean, you got a second lease on life here. There's something about, and I'm speaking only for myself here, there's something about having lived the life of being a creative, being a performer, whatever the case may be, and then in my case really only joining the workforce, I don't know, 15 years ago on and off, that... I go, you know what? I'm ready to go back to just being the dude that's going to work from gig to gig. That's always in the back of my mind, you know? And yeah. Bourbon Street is exactly what that is. It pays well. You're in and out. It's pretty if much you can, your option. Yeah, if, if you, you can get there. in and out. I couldn't get in and out the first time around. It sunk its claws into me. You know, I was, yeah, it, it, was, it got bad toward the end for me. Like River Oaks bad? Yeah. Oh, really? Like, River Oak's bad. And, you know, this, this scar on my lip is basically from falling down a flight of stairs at BBC Holy back shit. in 1994. Shit. That stair is like that. fucking very steep over there. Yeah. The tooth was hanging out of it? Like my it face was, was open. split open like oh. Predator. Oh, fuck. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And I was loaded, so I didn't really you go. think I was... <laughs> <laughs> that, was that, <laughs> that was that bad. <laughs> And the bar back had a a rag of ice and pushed it into my face. And I spent that night at, like, Charity Hospital and then later on back at, you know, Chalmette Medical because I had lived in the parish at that time. Holy crap. But I said, well, I guess that's it. I'm not going back to Bourbon Street. Hard to think like this. (laughs) Going to quit drinking. They put Humpty Dumpty back together again. And two weeks fucking later, I was back on Bourbon Street. Holy crap. Still doing the Elvis. No. Still doing Elvis. (laughs) Maybe they take two of these. Pass them to Allie. All right. Pass them to Yeah, take this. What's this weird shit? You want to play a game? What are these, BC powders? I mean, not really. Here we go. All right, Mady, you want to play a game? Hell you like yeah, games. I want to play a game. Woo! Ted, you got a special game. You didn't ask me if I wanted to play a game. <laughs> You're going to be the judge. It's because no, right. you get oh, to be great. the judge. Sweet. It's called the imitation game. Since I thought momentarily that you were an Elvis impersonator, I figured we'd do some impersonations for you, and you could try to guess who we are impersonating. Oh, God. All right. Oh, if you open... <laughs> I got one good one. If you open those two papers, Mayday and Alley, you'll find two names on them. That's who you'll be impersonating. This is great. I'm honored. God damn it. I got one good one and I got one bad one. All right. (laughs) All right. Mayday, for no reason except I said your name. You want to go first? I do. Now, wait, are, are, these, are these people that we know or just... No, I pick people you don't know to imitate so you could try to guess them. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> come on, man. I can't write a book, but I can figure out how to play this game. You're not that smart. <laughs> Let's do this. Don't come act on. like you're so smart. I'm okay, Allie. <laughs> fuck you. I'm excited. Proud to be here. I'm right, going first? Yeah, yeah. All right, my first clue is... Ow. Achoo-choo-choo-choo-choo-choo. Ow. <laughs> All right, Ted, any idea? <laughs> Fuck, if you're going to get that. Not a fucking clue. Me neither. Me neither. I think I, I know, wrote them. actually, but <laughs> I guess I'm not the judge. Do it again, but slowly. Right. Ow. 
I don't know. Cardi B. Ah, oh, yeah, what? Yeah, 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 yeah. Holy <laughs> crap, really? That's what I was yeah. going to say. Good job, man. Yeah. Right. What is that yeah. thing you would do? Do it again? Ow. But that whole... When did she do that? She did it. I've watched like a, a when I made the little medley of all the different uh, Cardi B sound effects. <laughs> yeah, she's yeah. like a sound effects bank. Right. That's like, all she you watch does. it on yeah. Kona or whatever. Holy like crap. in five minutes, she mm-hmm. makes like 20 freaking I would have thought the one sense. I know the most is the shit getting real. Really? And then, mm-hmm. oh, Carl, I can't do it. Oh, there you go. All right, what a win. Did, did the judges win anything? No, Mayday's got one point. Right. Oh, you guys win. Okay. So it's if Ted guesses it. Damn it, I'm fucked. Good. I get a shot of mango absolute if I. All right, do you want me to go next? <laughs> you want you get the rest of the bottle. It's your trophy. Nice. Allie, you want to go next or you want me to? Go ahead. All right. Here you go. You ready? Oh, so you know, I don't, I, I don't smash my, uh, I smash my finger pretty good there. Um, no, I smash that, uh, no, smash that, no, finger pretty good. Uh. I, uh, I don't like the movies anymore. Star Wars is shit. I don't like it. Um, All right. At, uh, the Elder. Yeah, there we go. All right. That was easy. All right. Okay. <laughs> I knew who it was off the bat. He had the fucked up finger. Yeah. Man. You see I, know about the, I know about the finger thing. Oh, his finger oh, looked bad. like your I'll face after them the stepped into oh, it. Oh, no, no, bullshit. Dude, it, the Star Wars thing's what got me. It looked like <laughs> yeah, mincemeat. Was, I'll show you the uh, Instagram. What did he do? He fucked it up bad. He stuck it in a machine here, or something. A oh, yeah, when did his fingers fucked up? Shit? Yeah, he posted a picture oh, on Instagram. I'll show when you did this happen? About month, month and a half. Yeah, ago. a couple. Yeah, three weeks or a when month now? ago. Are gonna be all right. I don't know. They they never play the harp again. Fingers gone. Uh-huh. All right, he so lost the finger. They have to I got a point. Mayday's got a point. Tyree's missing a finger. Allie, your turn. I guess that means no more Doors tribute part two. Fuck. I don't think he needs a finger for that. All right. I'm gonna do uh, when the pimps in the crib, ma. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. When the pigs try to get at you, park it like it's hot. Park it like it's hot. Park it like it's hot. If I get an attitude, drop it like it's hot. Uh, that's obviously Got not the working. Got the on, and I'm going Sean. Drop. I mean, unless it's the artist that did that, who I can't think of right now. Okay. Um, it's, uh, what else did he do? Come on, this is an easy one. I'm I'm 33. Like, I only know that song. Oh, really? Are you ready for the next episode? I'm going to go with Cheese. Cheese? Mm-hmm. Yep, no, dun, be, he dun, quit. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Wait, I don't get to give another hint? Well, I mean, fuck it. It's an imitation thing. You had, like, time to imitate the guy. You, you sang a song. I Ted I didn't did. get yeah, it. Yeah, I just, I just don't know who that. I can't think who that is, who that artist is. So, okay. fuck me, right? No, fuck me. I think I lost that round. You did. <laughs> A Snoop Dogg, right? Yeah. Sipping on gin Snoop. and juice yeah. up in the hizzy. That was Snoop Dogg? Yeah, when the pig try to get at you, park it like it's hot, park it like it's hot. All right. <laughs> Mayday. It's hard being D-A-double-G. One to one. All right. I tell you what, Ali goes again. I didn't know if I could say Snoop D-O-double-G. You go again. No, you can't say that. You don't have a point. All right, so my next one? Yes. Oh. Yeah, what's up, Doc? <laughs> <laughs> um, Chris Tyree? No, I'm kidding. Bugs Bunny, bro. Yeah, oh, all right, all right, got, 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 it, got it. Holy shit! I was young enough somehow to all see right. that. Yeah. We Jesus, all have right. one point. All right, we're on the 
the board. We're on the board. All right, you ready, Mayday? Yeah. Keep more of those coming. Sell uh, an ally, some weapons, and I. Bernie Sanders. I. Oh. I. <coughs> I. Joe I, Biden. I, 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 <laughs> I'm going to sell allies some weapons. <laughs> <laughs> he did the stammer and everything. I'm going to sell our allies some weapons. All right. <laughs> That's pretty funny, man. All right, this is going to be bad because I don't know. I've never seen this person. This I know funny. they exist. I thought this would be funny, you but it would only be it. funny for somebody who knew how to imitate this person. I do not, <laughs> but I will try. All right. I don't know how mm. she even sounds. Fuck. So today it's going to be mostly cloudy with a 40% chance of rain. And, and there'll Bob be... Rick. No, no. It's supposed to be more femme. There will be a forty. Yes. Ah! Holy shit! I think you cheated because you tried to make it look like you had a sleeve. I did. You caught that. Cheated. <laughs> she has sleeve. Uh, sleeve of wizard. Used to be tight. Now it's like sleeve of wizard robe. <laughs> yeah. I think that's cheating. I think Manny and I tied. Ali definitely lost. So yeah, that's good enough for me. <laughs> you give me this Snoop all night. Dog. Like how can I don't know how he. Talks like what we watch him fucking in the commercials. Corona. It is a great beer. It will be a relaxing beer to drink on the beach. If I would have done that, that would have <laughs> gave it away. Maybe um, you watch. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, uh, it's not easy to pick those so names. Tied? We don't have a tiebreaker. Nope, that's it, man. Oh. That was the dumbest game perhaps ever. Get a it's good, Alex. All right, cool. Been fucking positive from everything lately, so who cares? So who won? Yeah, who won? Huh? Who won? Who won? Mayday and I tied because you both had to you had what? to use two guesses on each one of us. Well, you gotta so have a tie. You gotta have a tie break. Yeah, you gotta figure you gotta out have a tie break. Well, maybe we'll Allie's. write one at break. I don't have one. Yeah. Oh. Or Mayday, you want to just imitate anything? Yeah, pick. Yeah. <laughs> you pick your own fucking thing. I don't yeah, know. Pick your own. If he guesses yeah. it, you win. All right, all right, all right. Ready? <laughs> you can't imitate yourself. <laughs> Why not? The fuck? You didn't let him pick. He didn't let him choose. He might not have known sorry. that was made it. I'm sorry. <laughs> you he hasn't some. seen him in bark know. mode. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, you've seen me in barking mode, right? No. no. You've never seen me in barking mode? No. That's you've never seen new the, to me. The, the orangutan come out? No. That's pretty good. He's been lucky enough to not have to encounter really? that. Oh, but Ted, we haven't hung out enough. Then. Sound like a, a Yorkie with a respiratory problem or something. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, Ted, you sticking around, you're getting out of here. Uh, probably got to get out of here. TedTorres.com. You can go there. You can read more about Ted. You can buy his books. They're on Amazon. Pretty much everywhere that you buy books. Audio, are they in, uh, what is it called? Kindle? Like Yeah. Kindle editions. So Got when you put them to Amazon, they can Amazon either send store. you a book or you can just read yep. them on the Kindle. It's and stuff. E-book. You can get the physical book like that. You could download it to your tablet, to your phone, whatever device you have that has I a, have a question. Kindle app. Yeah. Do you have or have any plan to do an audio book where somebody's reading it? With this one, yes. Oh. And I was trying to do it with the, the first three books, but they're just too, I don't know. Too long. Too much time, yeah. yeah. But with this one, I, I think it could... I could knock this out, and I want to be the one that reads it. Oh, cool. That would be awesome. So, yeah. Um, 
Let's do it right now. Chapter hey. one, right. go. Hand him the book, Allie. <laughs> <laughs> we knocked this all out right now. Yeah. No, we, only, like we don't have enough fucking like uh, absolute Drop left. Like <laughs> I, need, I need a producer <laughs> for the project. So. Yeah. Well, good shit. Check it out. TedTorres.com. You can also Google Ted Torres and go to YouTube and watch some other guy imitate Elvis. Dude, I'm going to do this for Mayday because you have no idea what this is. This is Kwame Brown. I put some music behind one of his videos and I edited some things out just to, to shorten it up. Dude, Kwame Brown was a number one draft pick in the NBA. He Now I year? know his whole story. He went through a lot of shit to get to the NBA. He seems like a really cool motherfucker. From what I understand from watching his videos is a bunch of assholes that I don't like, Stephen A. Smith and uh, some other, I don't know what the Breakfast Club is. But anyway, some media people have been bashing this poor guy. Like, the dude had it rough. He made it to the NBA as a number one pick. He didn't get to live up to everybody's expectations. And uh, he had a long career, though. They just always labeled him as a bust. So now he's got his own channel, and he's speaking out like... uh, they attacked him. They said some shit about him. So he got a platform to start talking shit about them. And very entertaining. He understands how to say things to provoke people and be entertaining and funny. But even more important than that, I didn't include a lot of this on there. But you can go watch his videos. He really does have a good message. And he's a smart guy. And I don't know. I think it's pretty cool that he's doing it. And just him going off on these dudes is funny as hell. So it's Kwame Brown. Home mashup goes off on the Breakfast Club and all all the Smoke podcast. Now we're Radio Two Seventy Five. <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all want to talk about I'm crazy, but I got example after example after example of you disrespecting only black people. You punk motherfucker! Look at what you did to me. You had a punk-ass nigga that you thought was a thug talk to me like that. Your life is over. Your life is dirt. Condescending, bitch. Oh, I love you, little bro. Everything is you above me, you bitch-ass nigga. We only liked your bitch ass because you ran in the stand and hit white people, you punk. But don't let that shit go to your head, boy. The fuck you talking about? What? You just proved that them motherfuckers trained you bitch-ass niggas to talk like that, boy. You just ain't know you were talking to my mama's son, you bitch-ass nigga. So now you're going to get my mama seasoning, bitch. Hey, I woke, I dreamed about you last night, Becky, with the good hell. I almost not going to let you go, bitch. I almost got to have you, bitch. That shit you said inviting me to your penis, boy, I almost got to have you. But see, you done made me look like a crazy man. But I almost got to have you, boy. But what I do to your little bitch ass will make me look like a crazy man. Because you don't talk to no man like that, you little punk. You niggas been hanging in groups for so goddamn long, you bitch ass niggas actually think you tough. Fuck you think you is, nigga. Yeah, I'll pull up. I'll pull up. Bitch, you ain't never pull up on no nigga like me, bitch. You hit five, seven white boys in the stand, nigga. Do I look five, seven or white? You better keep that feminine ass tongue off of me, boy. The fuck you talking about, nigga? Nigga, I got a tractor back there, whole ass nigga. My hands already dirty. Bitch ass nigga, you talking about my life done, my life over. Bitch, if you late to work, they'll find your ass nigga. You bitch ass nigga. If you get some girls to go strip, you'll get fired. If you get on Facebook Live with some girls, ho, you'll get fired nigga. 
I can have 19 bitches in the background and a midget, nigga. Ain't nobody gonna fire me. Punk ass motherfucker, who you think you talking to, boy? You a dumb ass nigga. But I got the mic now, bitch. <laughs> you niggas is dumb. You niggas was raised with that goddamn female trait, that showboaty shit, nigga. You don't showboat on no man, nigga. That's why so many of these boys losing their life. You motherfuckers act like women. You got the genitalia of men, but you don't showboat on no man, you bitch ass nigga. Damn shame. I advise all you motherfuckers is to turn off that idiot body. Them since when the government and the and the TV programmers gave you something that was good for your life? Yeah, I, you think I'm crazy just because I don't talk like you, nigga. Ain't nothing crazy about my mama's son. You just a trained bitch. <laughs> Most of y'all scared of the media. That's why they got you. They, 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 they gonna get him. He talking about some shit. They, they, they ain't gonna get shit. They don't get a motherfucking thing. Them niggas cowards. The only thing they got is your mind. We, the people. We. If they scare me, they scare you, they scare us all. It take one motherfucker to stop being scared. Them bitches ain't shit. All you got to do is expose they stupid ass. They ain't no motherfucking thing. Nigga, I'm a geek. I don't give a fuck about all that. That's the first thing we want you to do is not to like me. See, we don't have a free-thinking society anymore. That's why they have people with all these likes. They taking your brain cells away right in front of you. That's why you ain't listening to the conversation. You listening to who you like. See? That's why they created these little programs and these little sites. Because who you like is who you follow. See? That's what y'all do. I can like your motherfucking ass, but I'm going to sit there and have a conversation with you. And if I don't like what you're saying, I can still like you, but I'm not going to follow you. <laughs> I'm not a part of the peanut gallery. You got me fucked up. I don't like no man telling me what to do. I don't like no, especially not how some of you women talking now. Shit, I think you want some of you women are the new men. Jesus Christ. How the fuck y'all gonna come up to us scrimping, talking shit to us, and then gonna talk about respect me as a lady? Bitch, I don't respect you, you talking to me like that. Bitch, you fucking nuts. When I grew up, women didn't talk to men like that. It was a mutual respect thing. Now some of you women telling men to suck your dick. Is you nuts, lady? Do you know if that man go and snap like Charlemagne the God said I do? <laughs> do you know if he do that, what'll happen to you? You might want to stop talking like that. Because you can't be the aggressor and the victim at the same damn time. See, the media got y'all fucked up too. I told you, the reason why all this shit is going on the way it's going on is the fucking media bitches. I know y'all coming at me, but y'all don't know nothing about me. Well, cops put a hurting on your ass, man, you know? They really degrade you. White folks don't believe that shit. Don't believe cops degrade you. Oh, come on, those beatings, those people are resisting oppression. What's wrong with you generation offering a man mouth to your penis, bitch? I see why you and Charlemagne all y'all niggas friends. I don't hang with niggas like that. If you was in my circle, as soon as you came back home, I would have been the one slapped the fuck out you. Lady men ass niggas don't know what it's like to be a man, dude. I didn't ask for no credit. This is what it's like to be a real man. It's real men in households right now doing the right thing, paying all the bills, doing all the shit, and they ain't asking for no motherfucking credit. 
So I ain't asking for your motherfucking credit or validation. Fuck you and the word bus. And that's why my name is Kwame Brown Bus Life. And I'm gonna make that name a beautiful name, you bitch ass nigga. We got these punk ass athletes running around the, the town giving all this goddamn money to Black Lives Matter, which would go back to goddamn you know who. And then none of this shit going back to our community. You ain't got to go off and run nowhere and chant a goddamn thing. You gotta t- take your ass home. Stay your ass home and work out your own deal. Stop letting them use your motherfucking mind. I told you, this is the peanut guy. They giving motherfuckers two, three hundred million dollars and you still talking about Black Lives Matter? You ain't gotta talk to them motherfuckers no more. Nigga, you got the money to do whatever the fuck it is you wanna do. The hell you mean? Two, three niggas on the same team with $60 million. And you motherfuckers, instead of banding together and talking and getting around people with a brain, you want to sit here and run off with some stupid motherfuckers that don't like you, that's directing you where to put your money at? They did it to me. You know I know. (laughs) They doing it to you. You just don't know yet. (laughs) My mama's cooking All you niggas getting paid to trick black people and trick these little kids into a street life. What you want these kids running the football and then have a pistol in their waist right after that? A gun is for protection, not to ride on no bitch ass nigga. See, we keep saying things out of our mouth that manifest to be the truth. Still think I'm crazy? <laughs> Y'all have a nice day. Stephen A., you a bitch. But thank you for starting this year. Hey, white folks, some white folks, the same little yard dog y'all released on me. <laughs> that same little yard dog y'all released on me. He the reason why I'm finna come back and release my mama's cooking on y'all. <laughs> See you, bitches. Talking about I Oh shit, man, they is fresh off of the Partners in Crime show. Hell yeah, another fun party. You twerked a little bit? You, you hip to sore? I was dancing a little bit, I was dancing a little bit. My, my legs are sore. Fucking dancing around so much. Really? <laughs> I did that upside down fucking yeah. twerk stand. Yeah, that was pretty impressive. Oh, that'll hurt your shoulders today. Yeah, I'm sore. You're going to feel it tomorrow. Oh, 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 worse than today? Oh, all yeah. Right, tomorrow right. is the day. Yeah. It's worth it though, I'm not gonna lie. Nice. That was fun and good good to hang out with Ted again. Yeah man, I miss I didn't realize how much I missed him, man. Nice to hear from Greg. Yeah. <laughs> I, I gotta I gotta say one thing about Greg. I, yeah. I really admire how like polite he is on the phone. You know, yeah, and courteous. I mean, he he's good he's a good caller. Like right. that's another one of his talents. He's a great caller. He is. And he could tell he really cares too. He really likes uh, Ted Ned. Oh yeah, Ted Ned. <laughs> like you can hear it. It's like yeah. genuine love. I'm really glad to hear too that he's actually back in music. Like I'm excited about that. You know, he's such a talented musician. You know, all the way around. Ted? Yeah. Oh, the Elvis shit blew me away. Yeah. Can't believe that's not him. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, I got so fucking excited. I'm like, oh, I busted him. Like I'm on to something. Man. <laughs> yeah. At least we did get the uh, the breaking news about cheese. I can't believe that, huh? You heard yeah. it first. Not with Radio 275. I think Ted felt bad about 
about being the ones that tell us that, but I mean, that's not like something you'd have to go around. Make a big announcement yeah. on something. Sure. You start something, you got to make a big hoopla about it. You quit something, you, you don't you really got to do it. You just throw the base in the, the garbage and walk call away. Call it a day. All right. Well, I feel like I should say something. I've been going back and forth about saying or not saying this, but oh, really? Good. Today's show. Here we go. It, yeah, here He's we go. He's going to tell us about being <laughs> in love. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, we get to talk about this on this oh, show. I've been, been waiting weeks for this. Oh, damn time. Bust up with the Facebook page. <laughs> Is that what happened? He got him a Facebook now? That's not it. They huh? could be friends? That's not it. Okay, it's not it. Oh, she don't know how to use Facebook. Tune in next okay. week when Mayday discloses his strange love triangle. I don't know how to use that. That's Some young kids do that. Am I gonna, if something bad happens, am I going to have to come on the show and I'm going to be the guest? Did you like, just say if person. something bad? Don't you mean when something bad happens? Hey, hey, Again. <laughs> <laughs> right. What do you mean? Like oh, another no, bad thing. I think we should have been doing the show just exclusively on your life the last like two months. Oh, yeah. It would have been <laughs> interesting as far. I think well, there are listeners. Better than anything else. Oh, yeah. It's, that's the good shit, man. Oh, yeah. It's the real shit. Yeah. This show is supposed to be like our life and things we go through. Yeah. And all of a sudden, like, it just stopped being that. <laughs> yeah, fucking do news you need to know about for a year. Fuck. Right. Yeah, no? yeah, some shit happened. Yeah. Whatever. No, I think this show marks the the surpassment. I don't know exactly how you say it of how many shows we did at Pickle Scoop. Oh, really? No. Yeah. Damn. So we more than we... doubled our. Our show no, content? I thought we did over 300 shows. No, we never made it to show 300. I think sure. we made it to two. I think we two. made it to 274. Damn. You sure? I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that we, we ended it after 274. Jesus. Like, we, we never made it to 275. Yeah. Right. So, oh, this is kind of the beginning of, like, the next chapter, ladies and gentlemen. Then we almost quit at 100. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think we almost quit a bunch of times. Yeah. Now don't we don't know. even just almost quit. We just... Uh, don't talk about 284? it. 284? It looks like the last show we did was 282. Really? Two. It says Two. Corey Mack, yeah. All right. Was, was that the last? It yeah, says Corey Mack. Yeah, that was a hot mess. Dude. So that you was the one when one? he was sleeping and you got molested when he was sleeping on the yeah. couch? Yeah. And fucking he ate a, bo- a bag of chips or a box of chips. Remember that pickle broth? <laughs> that was in? the pig night? <laughs> was that, the pig? that didn't feel like the pig night, but I think it was the pig night. The pig night and then the, uh, the other thing was the kicking of the... Uh, the, the lawn furniture. The pig yeah. night was when you kicked the lawn furniture, though. Yeah, yeah. but was, was that with night. Corey Mack? It must have been. So we've got we've got seven shows to do before we we can call it quits. <laughs> we got technically. I know eight you shows. can't wait to. Eight I know shows. you've been. Uh, we'll probably we probably almost quit right away. <laughs> when you gonna quit doing all that shit? Spend more time. Never. You never. play rap music on that <laughs> channel? <laughs> you better not. Yeah. Uh, 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 Work that uh, shit uh, out. Uh, had to wear his white shirt today. He surrendered. <laughs> Ain't no red shirt tonight. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, white shirt. I didn't even say that with that. I just wanted to wear it's the white. It's a white flag. <laughs> oh, man. The so fucking marshmallow man up, over man. there. <laughs> seven <laughs> shows. All right, we could do seven shows. Uh, I don't know. You sure, man? It's a that's long a time, man. <laughs> really? It's a lot shorter than that for you to fucking give your whole life away, dude. That's, so. that's like two months from now. <laughs> He'd be married by then. Oh. Uh, you're going to have to Kintet move anywhere like everybody Kintet else seems the, to do? Kintet is the Elvis impersonator, like Proctor the Wedding or whatever you call it. <laughs> we just do the show via Skype, man. It's working out good. 
Yeah, we did a good job with that during the fucking COVIDs. Yeah. Oh, Lord. <laughs> a lot going on. All right. Well, I didn't realize it's 282, right? Two. 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 Damn. Yeah. All right. I don't know. I don't keep trying. You know me. I, I just keep moving forward. It. All right. I like that. Well, then good. I'm glad I brought it up. We're closing in, baby. <laughs> then we get to, we have something to kind of look forward to before it's show 300. I'm, I'm sure y'all are going to, especially you're going to want to do some big 300 show. Oh, we're going like, to blow oh, it out. Three, if we make really? it to 300, we've got to blow out 300. Oh. 300 is like a, I don't know. That is a big deal, you stupid shit. You just said you don't care. Hey, the next yeah, one no. the next one will be 500. Yes. Yeah, nobody making a fine. i be dead by then. <laughs> That's <laughs> true. You're old. Ain't got much left in the tank. Well, that'll be another four years or something after yeah. that. I don't know. Hey, I'm, I'm worried about 282. Wait, are we going to make a big... Can we make no, a big deal? No, nobody make a big deal out of any of this shit. <laughs> <laughs> We're making a big deal out of... Nope, we're doing ch- fucking maybe on, have a guest and then do news you need to know about. That's, <laughs> that's, that's a wrap. Maybe, maybe throw a game in there, get ridiculed, <laughs> tell me game suck. Well, I like thought that was a good today. game. That was dumb as fuck. How do you figure? That was that fun. That was fun. Yeah, oh, okay. I enjoyed that I think one. you're just in a bad mood. Like, it, nothing going to be good. Okay. Hey, I'm wrong? I am in a shit fucking mood. Okay. Oh, <laughs> right. But that's not why your game sucked. It just sucked. Oh, come on. <laughs> oh. Fuck, I even forgot my fucking question. Yep. I don't know. Yep. Like, you said that, and it's yep. like, all right, done. There's been a disturbance in paradise. Oh. So, are we going <laughs> to are we gonna celebrate 282? No, or no, no. Hey, man, I'll get you a fucking cake, pal. Oh, wait, what 283. <laughs> 283 is like the celebration. I don't know. Right? What is there to celebrate? That we've surpassed the Pickle Scoop okay. Network fucking show. Like, so? that to me is a big deal that we made it more than, like, we started from nothing and got all the way here. Maybe, from, maybe to us, but does anybody even remember Pickle Scoop? Ooh. Does anybody listen to this show remember us I on the I tell you what show? we can do. Yes. Yes. Right. Let's go. What is the show? This it was right called now. Pickle Scoop. No, what was the last show we did? We 282, think? Corey Mack. 282. Yeah. He was so sleeping on the couch. When we do show furniture. 282, uh-huh. then we go and get some old school scoop. Do we get uh-huh. pickle? Audio. Yeah. And, and we'll play it in and hear when we, we sounded like when we first started. Oh, that had to be Oh, wild. like in the very, very beginning? Yeah. I think oh, I actually well, can maybe find we'll jump the around. right here. All right. We can jump around and go, here's a little sample of us when we first started, and then here's about 100 Halfway, shows later, right? and then 100 Two, shows later. And then the last show? I'm gonna and say. we'll go in increments of 50. Show oh, one, show 50, show 100, 150. You like that number? I'll email you this file so you can have the 282 show. It was oh. January 18th, 2016. 2016. Mm-hmm. That's. I remember that because didn't we quit like at the beginning of the year or something like weird like that? I don't know. It had to be. I just keep moving forward. Which way we keep moving, people? <laughs> keep moving forward. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Yeah, good idea. That'll be fun. Right. Yeah. Don't have to worry about two. copy and paste and shit into the notes that week. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, like this, I, I copied and pasted this. This brings a smile to my face. Not many things do. I know. And John Levy brought a smile to my face when he was talking about Iceland and these chest heads. Did like you get that thing clever? I got you from Here the thrift store? Iceland, ice-free, and really just seeming like a very industrious country back like when. Even in these old depictions, very active region in many different ways. And surrounded by beasts. And then he gets into these types of images. Seeming to be a people with no head. Or at least not the kind of head that we have. 
Their head is what? built into their chest, and perhaps their brain is their heart, which would make more sense. <laughs> hair grows off the back, and we're actually going to see a real photo of such a creature, or possibly in a minute here. Dude, it's one of my favorite shows ever. This dude is so great. Really? Oh, I love really it. cute. Dude, that was so funny when he said that. that <laughs> They said that maybe their brain is their heart. heart. Right, right. <laughs> that Aww. would make more sense. Oh, he's you a... wouldn't know what that feels like. <laughs> if I only had a brain. If oh, you heart. only had a heart. Oh, Jeez, <laughs> oh, huh? Mm. Yeah, that was dude, wild. That imagery was wild too. <laughs> I watched it while I was recording it. It's like, yeah, that's kind of heavy. Yeah, he's, that's my favorite YouTube show, John Levy. He talks about Tartaria and mud floods and reset periods and just old pictures. And I it is had true. I a mud flood in my car this weekend. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you went flooding. What is I'll with that? I'll tell you about it later. Oh, man. Anyway, <laughs> Netflix review. We watched something. Allie fell asleep during something. I, did, I turned something off. It was the Army of the Dead. What? Last week, I said J.J. Abrams did this. That was dumb. I, I misspoke. It's fucking Zack Snyder. J.J. Abrams makes good movies. I don't, I don't think every one of J.J. Abrams' movies is incredible, but I do think he makes good movies. Zack Snyder, on the other hand, seems to make not really great movies. Like His track record is not that good. That Justice League uh, director's cut... I did think was better than the original, but the original was so fucking horrible that, okay, he made yeah. a better movie than a bad movie. Sure. But, uh, yeah, I don't think Zack Snyder's good. After watching this, I was like, yeah, he ain't good. He's a bad director, bad writer. He's just trying to was... do too much. Stop trying to write things. Like, he obviously can't write a good, good movie. Story. Yeah. I didn't know if it was that or what the situation was, or maybe it was just me being tired, but I guess I'm glad to know it wasn't just me. A lot of shit was blurry as fuck in it, like the camera work and how he shot it I didn't like. Maybe because it's on Netflix, so it's a lower budget, so he was trying to get it to look a like a big way, budget, right. but with low budget, I don't know. Yeah. I didn't like the way the movie looked. I didn't like anything about it, honestly. Like the direction of it, how it introduced the characters, kind of like Suicide Squad-y in the beginning, the way they introducing these characters with little uh, violent montages right. or whatever. And it just it, it was not grabbing me. It seemed very unoriginal, too. I can't place what movies it steals everything from, but it's just like you're watching a bunch of other movies. Everything in it. Nothing seemed original. Or... They tried to copy off of that cool James Gunn zombie movie, I guarantee you. There were certain parts that seemed like they were trying to be like them. Yeah, it was dumb. With the uh, Batista was not good in it. it. Really? Ah, oh, that's disappointing. Like he was just okay. The shit that got written for him to say and do. Uh huh. It, it also goes to show me too that James Gunn is a fucking great writer. Mm. He writes funny and entertaining shit. Because Batista's great in that. Right, right, Very right. funny, good lines, great delivery, and yeah. this is just boring as fuck. He was. He had better shit written for him with the Stuber movie. Like, yeah, he was better in that. Funny. Really? This just looked like you got a dude who's got good comedic delivery, a great personality. He's ripped. This motherfucker looks scary. He's a cool guy. And you're just wrote shit. Right, right, right. Yeah, pretty much. You gave the guy nothing. A born dumbass movie. 
guess it's an action movie, but the action really ain't that great. The zombie thing is weird and dumb. Hmm. I don't know. The whole thing is just not good. Batista said he's quitting Guardians of the Galaxy. What? That sucks. Because he's 52 and he doesn't want to be shirtless no more. It's getting to be difficult him. to uh, to keep up that physique, I guess. And yeah. after the next Guardians movie, it would have been like a long time for the next one to come out. I think he's still finishing Guardians 3. But uh, then, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like how long right. Another four can you pull that character? Right. Right. Maybe they'll go. have him die or something. What's that? The hood can die in the next one. That's nice. The beginning and then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations, you can die. Yeah. <laughs> you no longer have to play that character again. will <laughs> be alive. It'll be great. I didn't know this, man, but he was married a bunch of times. And once really? to to a pole dancer, Sarah oh, Jade. Yeah, shit. girl. Yeah, that man. Uh, he marries them all too. It's not like he just dates right, them. Right, like right. man, just sample you. He go marry them all <laughs> yeah, of them. <laughs> like four or five times. That man just keep getting married. <laughs> he likes it. And he's an avid collector of metal lunch boxes. That's weird. Yeah. The metal. <laughs> <laughs> For them to put that in your like bio, your wiki, then wiki, he had wiki, uh, wiki, wiki. oh he had to go far with that shit. He's got to have a yeah. couple of rooms full of them, right? For them <laughs> right. to include that, like yeah. it's not just like yeah, he bought a couple of right, right, right. When he was out on the town, lunch boxes, like no, they put that shit in the right of them. He got a problem with lunch box. <laughs> something weird happened yep. in his childhood, or something yeah, with I this guess. lunch box. <laughs> yeah, I also read he got in a legitimate fight, a fist fight with Booker T. What? Yeah, they did not get along and got in a fist fight. I think Booker T said, you know, he had a little attitude problem. Oh, my God. He, was, uh, he did some UFC fighting. I think really? he's 1-0. Wow. He fought one guy. The match wasn't that great, but I don't know. Huh. And he's going to be in some upcoming movies. I'm really looking forward to Dune. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's going to be I'm sick. excited. Yay. I'm glad he's in it because I think it's going to be a really good movie, and that's cool, lad. You know, Batista's going to be in it. Huh. And uh, Thor, Love and Thunder. Huh. All right. Oh, really? He's in that? Oh, well, because he was part of the Guardians Galaxy thing? Yeah, I think that let, what, Thor gets in there and he's leaving with the Guardians of the Galaxy. So I guess mm-hmm. they're going to be in the movie, at least in the beginning. Why does it say Love and Thunder Dagger? I don't know. Is that what the movie's called? No, it's just called Love and Thunder. All right. Don't know. <laughs> But that movie might be good too. Now that they Hem and Hemsworth or whatever his name is, they writing him and he's kind of a funny character. I think it's good. Like them first couple of Thors were horrible, but the third one when they made it a little funnier and Tico Tico Waititi or whatever Tico his name Waititi? is, that dude's awesome. And uh, so like I think that? I think it's gonna be a good movie. Nice. And then the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three will be uh, his. Potentially last performances as Drax, but anything is better than fucking that shit. Zack Snyder shit. shit. You know what sucks, bro? You don't get the fucking cool movies anymore from these action stars. I was thinking about him and The Rock. Neither one of those dudes got to play the Terminator or Commando or Predator or any of these cool, iconic Cobra. You remember that movie Cobra? Yeah. Oh, that was sick. Yeah, Fuck yeah. fucking that was First great. Blood. Yeah, like uh, good uh-huh. action movies, yeah. like that have fucking balls to them. Right. Whoa, they don't okay. make those anymore. Right. So none of these actors that could have really been in some cool. It's kind of like comedians, right? Like back in the day, you made your good shit 
for adults, R-rated, oh, real, yeah, real shit for yeah. adults. And then to make uh, cash out and make all your money later in life, you went and did your Disney movies. Right, now yeah, they right. just jumping straight the to the. Rock did the Scorpion King. You don't know anything about how much fucking. Scorpion King is that's a goofy kid <laughs> movie. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to joke to make you think I thought it was like a good oh. action film. But. Yeah, I mean, we, we had Vin Diesel had a pitch black, but none of that. Yeah, that it's Vin cool. Diesel too, and I'm sorry when he didn't go over. played Riddick or whatever. That was cool. Riddick's kind of neat. Well, pitch black, I think, is a Riddick right. sequel. I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but it was just okay. You know, I don't know, man. Agreed. The games were cool too. Wesley Snipes got to do Blade, Demolition Man. Oh, Passenger Fifty Seven. Always oh, bit Man, that ain't a movie like I'm talking about. That movie don't have no balls. No balls, man. But yeah, none of these cool action stars. Like, I want to see Batista getting to fucking be real, like fucking people up. What, like stabbing Luke Hawks through the head or something? Yeah, Commando. Remember that? Oh, yeah. What was that other one with um, fucking Conan? Conan. Conan. Bet you Batista could pull Conan off. Something. Conan. I don't know. He would have been cool to be the dude of God of War. Cronus oh, yeah. or whatever his yeah. name is. Good call. i have been cool. Yeah. I don't know. Can't do anything. I just turn men into women. Oh. That's all oh. Fucking dude. Can't have that. That would, that would spike testosterone levels and kids might want to do something besides sit in front of the fucking television. Oh. You might want to go outside yeah. and punch each other. Fuck. <laughs> I was a kid. I'd be in the backyard beating the fuck out of a tree with a hammer. I don't know why. I fucked that tree up. It would bleed. And a sap would come out of it. I try oh to collect the slap, make little fucking things out of it or something. Oh my god! I don't know. Is, I milk, milked the sap out this pine tree. Like that different things so, like that. That is so sick. What you talking about? You're fucking trying to kill a tree. Nah, man. Just I'm milking it, man. Get the sap out that thing. Man, I was cultivating. I was a cultivator. What's wrong with you? I didn't want to kill a tree. I just want to get some sap out that motherfucker. That shit was neat. You Killing ants. Go outside. Kill the fuck out of ants. Figure out how, to, how many ways you can kill ants. I'm not proud of this one now in part of my life, but it did happen. I would catch bees in jars and then see what different household chemicals will kill them. <laughs> I did do these things. <laughs> what was the worst? Huh? What was the worst? I don't remember, man. You just do things like put a, a cotton ball with alcohol in yeah. there. Yeah. See what happens. It looked like a science thing we'd had to do. Yeah. Shit that they wouldn't let you do in school because they wanted to be nice. I might have been the one that caused the bee shortage. <laughs> <laughs> I try to catch how many can you catch, too, in one jaw. Really? Dude, I could get that jaw the way the whole thing. Really? Like, Whoa, this motherfucker going crazy. You scared to open it. Be like, all right, I'm going to go put a little liquid plumber on this here. <laughs> Cotton ball and drop it in there and see, uh, see what happens when they get them fumes. Like, is this shit safe? <laughs> see, uh-oh, look at they dropping out. Like, don't, don't want to breathe in that. That was like a, for me to find out what chemicals you shouldn't be breathing in. <laughs> Jeez. I had to make some sacrifices. I didn't mean to fucking <laughs> cause an endangered species, man. I didn't know I was catching that many of them. <laughs> Dude, so in that movie, Army of the oh, Dead or whatever, yeah. the original helicopter pilot, the guy who played it, the actor, he, uh, he fucked with some little girls or some shit. So then they had to kick him off the fucking movie after they filmed it. They're like, we don't want this guy. He's a fucking pedo. Like, right. he, this dude's in a lot of shit. We can't have that in the movie. 
So they digitally removed him and then put this little lady. Her name's Tig. I loved her. She was so cute. You liked her? Yeah. You know she wasn't even there? What? They did that after. Man, she really looked like she was in right? the movie for real. Yeah, yeah, it did a good job to me. Like I if loved we, her. If I ever thought that the movie was not horrible and I would go to watch the end of it, I would pay attention different and you might catch something, but... I wouldn't have known if I didn't read that shit. I'm like, now going back and looking at it, it might I actually really make the her. movie halfway interesting. <laughs> you liked her? Yeah. She was all right. She was funny. I mean, like I said, the parts that I did see, because I did sleep, but... They had one part in it where they take your temperature. It was a big thing to go around taking your temperature to uh. make sure that you weren't going to turn into a zombie. I thought that was kind of neat. Yep. They had little quarantine areas where you couldn't go into certain areas. So I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. Started off neat. That was about the only intelligent thing in the whole thing. It was kind of funny, too, the tiger. Yeah. The one of the Sigmund Fried and Roy zombie fucking albino tiger. That was yeah, kind of neat. Yeah, it was neat. weird that a tiger turned into a zombie. Everything was dumb. Dumb and boring. You have a fucking movie where you're like, you can say and do anything. It's on Netflix. You could say and do anything, and you shooting fucking zombies and shit. Like, how you fuck that up? Like, how can that not be made cool? What was that in Zombieland? That was one of the movies oh, yeah. I thought was going to be like this, and I wasn't going to like it and was dumb. Zombieland's a good fucking movie. Fucking That's because right they had Woody Harrelson. I never seen the, the second one. Yeah. But the first one was great. Yeah, I enjoyed did. it. Yeah, really we good. did, and it was terrible. Oh, we did watch it? Yeah, we watched it. It was it not was memorable, bad. I guess. It was bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, no. I don't know. News you need to know about. Moving right along. Whoa. We're halfway to 282. <laughs> Whatever. Is it 282 or 283? 282 is going to be the big, uh, big rehash show, all right? We got something to look forward to then. But right now, it's news you need to know about so that you can survive to, till then. We finally got a, a Biden moment of the week. Oh, Unfortunately, yeah. it's not about his dog biting anybody. <laughs> I think they, <laughs> it's going to be on next uh, season of that, that show on Netflix about the dog trainer. Wait, what's the name of the fucking... <laughs> Major? <laughs> Major Lawson. Yeah, Major they, Lawson. They actually made him get rid of him. I really? read, I oh, read really? that. They, they euthanized they made him. him. No, but they made him get rid of it, and like they had to adopt him to somebody else, and that now they have a cat. Like Shit that they wanted happened. Damn. They made him get rid of them dogs. Because he was a German. German dog. <laughs> Can't have that in the White House right now. Do Too sensitive. Dude, you remember all the uh, <laughs> the Democrats were really against the the uh, what's it called Israel bombing yeah. the shit out of Palestine. Yeah. I was yeah. like, hey man, go get them. Like, yeah. I like that when. I can agree with the other side. Who right, right now I'm like, what are they doing? They fucking going nuts. But I actually think they had a good point. And I'm like, you know, at least things need to be kept in check, especially when it involves. Blowing the fuck up of people right, right, right. right When it comes to starvingness Like the COVID fucking thing When it comes to Collapsing the economy When it comes to All those things that government does There's levels of severity That I will tolerate When you are dropping Fucking missiles on people One is a cowardly ass fucking thing yeah, you're, you're a fucking coward if you sitting somewhere and you're going to decide the fate of somebody living and dying while you're comfortably uh, in no threat of danger, just pushing a button and killing a couple hundred people, that's kind of a cowardly fucking thing. 
I understand war and things get to a point where there's going to be fucking violence. You should at least have to go do the shit your fucking self. Right. Agreed. Right? Like, I just, that's my feeling on all wars. Like, if it's that bad that something needs to be done about it, it's just kind of fucked up. You're just sitting in the safety of uh, some bunker pushing a button and 100 people die. Like, right. that's some fucked up shit. There's a lot of power for anybody to yeah, have. Yeah, agreed. And I got the power! Whether it's your team or not, it still needs to be kept in checks and balances. So anyway, I thought it was nice that the Democrats were at least trying to cause some kind of balance in that situation. Yeah. But then you find out the Biden administration uh, approved $735 million of weapon sales to Israel. <laughs> and you know what is the crazy part to me is they kind of just gave him a pass. Like, where was the outrage? If fucking right. Trump would have did uh, fucking one million. Oh, yeah, they would have had it. Yeah, and it's just like the fucking hypocrisy. Like, and once stopped. again, the people you put in power, whoever you out there put button pushes, button the people you go and push that button for, nine out of ten times end up doing, because of some fucking excuse of something that conveniently happens, they just end up doing the very thing that you're supposed to be against. I got to push this button so that somebody doesn't do A, B, and C. And then you push the button and you go, oh, all right, my team won. And then they do A, B, and C and just go, oh, well, because we had to do it. And everybody's like, yeah, you had to do it. It's like, we understand. You know, you on, you're the team leader. It's yeah. like, man, it's just fucking dumb. But anyway, I think they supposedly have a de-escalation Whatever that long ass fucking word with a hyphen in it. It means de-escalation. They stop shooting at each other. I think temporarily. <laughs> really? Yeah, I don't know. These things do that though. Don't mean that shit is fucking gonna be over. Start back up the next day. They'll be like some angry fucking Palestinian threw a rock at a Jewish man's daughter. So we had to retaliate and we fucking dropped bombs and blew up a school because one of the terrorists' child goes there or something. Like, you know, something crazy. But anyway, that's some real ass shit. We ain't dealing with real ass shit. We dealing with some real dumb ass shit. Like Big Pharmacy making big ass money. Big Farm. Whoop, whoop. COVID-19 vaccines have created at least nine new billionaires after shares in companies producing the vaccination soared. Nine new billionaires, man. That's crazy. Isn't it like all the people that like hate billionaires and stuff? Yeah, the ones see, like, get your vaccine! Get your vaccine! You better get that vaccine! So they just made these motherfuckers rich. The CEO of Moderna, That's the CEO shit. of Bio, Bio, BioNTech or whatever. BioNTech. Yeah, they produced the vaccine for Pfizer. Those are two. Ooh. There's more. Oh, no, the Johnson & Johnson one didn't make anybody rich. It just gave them blood clots. That's <laughs> all I know about it. But anyway, yeah, it's pretty crazy. Hospital industry. They're the only people making I money. fucking hate these pharmaceuticals. It's been for a while, it's too. It's fucked up, and that, it makes sense of why they're pushing it so hard and why they're trying so hard to like make people do it, because they already produced it, and I guess they don't want to waste it. I don't know how that works. I don't know. The liberals aren't against big pharma. That's a Republican thing. Like, I'm so fucking confused. I don't get how the liberals can be for Big Pharma. I don't, I don't know. I don't. It. I know. I'm so confused with the whole thing. When you really start to get down to it and pay attention, I think what's happening also in, in society right now, whenever you have something like this and 
it sparks people to question. You're going to have a certain portion of the population that goes and research and learns things, and they're going to find out things that they never knew. So when it goes through this big moment like a 9-11 or a Kennedy assassination, you know, different wars, a desert storm, all that, and now COVID, new groups of people that wanted to get answers and not just accept what everybody was saying stumbled upon some shit. Some of it probably total bullshit. Some of it probably factual. And then they got a, they going down the rabbit hole of how much they want to learn. Like they're going on their zeitgeist. Sure. So it's like, man, you're going to, I don't know, when you start understanding or seeing all this shit from a broader broader view, you got to be like, man, it's all fucking bullshit and how we allow this to happen kind of thing. Mm. I don't know. Drug butt cicadas, no. cicadas. I think uh, David Attenborough calls it cicadas. I'm pretty sure it's cicadas, but I could be wrong. Maybe he's, that's how they say it in, in uh, BBC. BBC's nuts. Dude, I love these things. One of my favorite bugs ever. They I never tortured pretty. them. Really? Never. No liquid plumber on them? I would just like to catch them when they do that that noise. That's weird. Yeah, that's a lot of them. Unfortunately, we're not going to get the, the big one, the brood X. The brood is when they all come out of the ground... They call that a brood. I guess it would be like if it was birds, it would be a flock. That brood. But the ones that... The ones that are born at this time... I like that song. It's good. You fucking stupid, man. A good song comes on. Now I'm not allowed to revel in it. These little bugs, right? They go crawl up in the ground. Fuck them bugs. Crawl up in your ass. All right, that's cool. I'm sorry. I'm Go ahead. The yeah, cicadas. No, Don't let's get just, mad. No, they let's just end it. No, we did no, good. Come we on. did good. I'm sorry. We got I didn't 12 yell. minutes left. I didn't get I mad. 12, I was really thinking minutes. that. I was, I was really legit. thinking that we weren't even going to make it through legit. this fucking on, show, man. but I can't do it. I'm sorry. I'll stop. I'm tired. I was quiet. Like, I'm having trouble talking already. And I'm not I'm not fighting with you. Any more words. Please go ahead. I promise. It's just fucking no. Because then it's me reading something off the fucking thing while y'all both like barely even there. So what are it's you like, talking about? I was there or, and I got in trouble for talking. Or you do that. Like you're either fighting against me or fucking sitting out. So if we're going to do that, I'd rather just time. be over. No, let's finish it nope, up. it's done. Come on, dude. Fucking if we're ever going to get to 282 so Mayday can retire, we got to get through this <laughs> no, shit. No, right. It just got in now. I'm tired. Come on, dude. My we're fucking bugs done. are going to come. They ain't going to come here. So what this. the fuck you want me to do? <laughs> To continue, because you did a lot I'm of I'm trying. You ain't shut the fuck you? up. get so mad, you psychotic fuck. I tried to end it. I tried. We're ready to hear about the cicadas. Fuck them bugs, man. No, I was joking when I said that. My God. Fuck. Till next week. No, come on. Keep please, it. No, I'm please. serious. You, I, you have I like don't six feel like doing it. About this. I really, can I read it then? They, no, you don't fuck with the notes. <laughs> what are we talking about? Like, I think you should fucking, you did a lot of research on this. Let's do it. I please. did that for me. I don't it's care. Nobody long. cares about Go these ahead. bugs. I Nobody care. else cares about I them care. but me. I'm the only fucking person that cares about these bugs. I care, man. All right? You like that song. I like that bug. Okay. So, go listen to your fucking song. The song's done, man. Let's hear the f fucking rest of the story. 
Nothing. Please, please, I'm, I'm begging done. you, man. I'm done. So we just gonna drag this Come shit out on, for man. fucking okay, okay, so ten more minutes and then be over. That has something to do with drugs. Tell me. Their butts got infected, man. They got hallucinogenic. So if you're a fucking druggie out there like Ted writing them books <laughs> on aw- ayahuasca and shit, then go fucking take you one of them cicadas and eat the butt. You might get fucked up on drugs on it. You might see shit, man. Turn into a motherfucking bug. You go get in a little cocoon. You eat the ass of this fucking bug, man. You go climb up a fucking tree. You get in a cocoon. Come out. You get wings. You fucking fly around to the top of the tree. You make some noise. And then if you're lucky, you get laid, and then you fucking die. There you go. That's a life. It all started that day. You listened to this show, and you were like, you know what? I think I'm going to go find me one of them cicadas and eat the ass out. <laughs> well, yeah, I wonder who was the first person to think to do that. Huh? I don't you know. Thought, you probably know, a homeless man. ass to see if we'll get high, you know? Yeah, eat anything. <laughs> like you get hungry enough, you eat the motherfucker. You don't care. Cicada, cicada, it all tastes the same at the end of the day. Pretty eat. much. The worst part is, what, I'm not allowed to read it, but the worst part is this, supposedly some of them are flying around with fucking mushrooms and eating the inside of them, and then they just break and fall apart. Them funguses. Yeah. Anyway, the sad part is we're not going to get like the millions of them. Like some place is going to be like infested. It's going to be like... Like the rapture and shit? Yeah. Like the biblical yeah. shit? Yeah. It happens every 17 Fucking years. Swarms. What? Really? Yeah. What at? Why this 17? This brood. Does that make sense? The brood is the collection of a yeah. bunch of them. Yeah, yeah. A family. Or, it's really the time that they're reproducing. All right. They hatch in different times. Like there's annual ones. There's whatever. Semi-annuals. Whatever. It happens different times. Like there's ones that hatch every year. But this one brood that's on this 17-year cycle... Is gonna be intense supposedly, but it ain't not gonna come here. It sucks. Kind of disappointed. <laughs> they were showing some video like the ground is covered. Really? Yeah, that like, sounds gross. One night they fucking they come crawling out the motherfucking ground. They crawl up a tree and then they make a cocoon and then they come out and they said, "Dude, it's bad for your hearing." Oh, I Then it gets so loud after I they bet. develop their their adult bodies. Oh, so wait. Making that noise. In, so in twenty twenty four, it is gonna come here. No. It says next cicada emergence Louisiana 2024. Yeah, you get. They just. It's not gonna be. It's not a huge brood. You're correct. It's just gonna be an emergence. A brood. Well, when I was a kid, my grandma used to say that was a locust, and all we saw was the little crunchy shells chilling on shit. So in case anybody cares about that, just that's a locust. I watched on a, a David Attenborough talk about the cicadas. This is very cool. If you see one, I'm not talking about the actual bug, not that fucking dried up shell. That's the cocoon thing. I'm talking if you find the actual uh, cicada, a live one with the wings and all. I've only seen like one or two. If it's a male and it's making a noise, if you click, snap your fingers, or make a clicking noise, it can follow you. No. Oh, yeah. Have you done it? No, I never, but I gotta try it. So the males make that the hissing noise or whatever, the rattle, and the females click, and that's how they communicate. So you're gonna get it to come so fuck the, your foot. The male or goes and makes his uh, cicada noise, and then if the woman's like, "I like your vibration," you playing a good cicada song, they start clicking. So you're gonna try to get it to come. So if fuck you find a male, you can get it to follow you around by clicking it. Ah! 
That is pretty easy. We can do that with human men, too. <laughs> woo! Woo! Only things I had left, uh, really not fun to talk about, but you can go and get you a, your free wallet now. It's going to be an app for your phone that you can get your COVID records on it and a driver's license and so that you don't have to have anything physical. It's so nice. It used to cost like $5.99 for this app, but now the governor, since he loves you so much, they're giving it away for free. That's what? right. You can get your license on your cell phone, and it also will track you and keep your COVID records so that you can prove it to people when you go there. It's so nice of them to do that. Now for free. Track. Act now. Go oh. get your free Louisiana wallet. What's so that's like your uh, chip, basically. That's crazy. There you Damn. go. Yeah, because wow. I actually, um, in the building I work in, they had a thing that said, if you had the vaccine, you don't have to wear the mask anymore. And it said, um, we're not going to require it, but some places are going to start requiring you to have that app with your vaccination record on it. And you have to flash that to go certain places. That's weird. Yeah, how convenient they make it to where, oh, this is just have it already because your driver's license is on there and you just put your COVID on there. That's Supposedly weird. it pops up automatically, so your vaccination record is in some database. It's pretty crazy. Hmm. Hey, I, when they check mine, they're going to be like, damn, all three of them? That's <laughs> awesome. I'll be like, yep, did my part to make a new billionaire. I'm American. Billionaire. It doesn't say which American one you got. It just says, it'll just say vaccinated. That's all it says. Because yeah, I looked crazy. at it. All right, good. Show's over. We're done. We can end now. Seems yeah, like sure. there was one other yeah, thing. You don't want to talk now. about that. It's not anything good. No, it's like whatever. They're ramping up security plans on social media. What does that mean, security plans? Security plans, like people who seem like they don't like the government and are speaking out against it. Those, those damn people who don't want to get their Louisiana wallet fucking app and put all their different uh, vaccinations they got on it and show it to people when they go in and out of places. Like, if you start talking out against that, especially, like, them shit talkers that they got this problem with fucking Israel and want to mouth off about that, they want to go thinking that they're going to go protest something. Oh, no, you can still protest. You just can't do it at the Capitol, I don't think. Anyway. I just think it's fucked up how only some types of extremism are allowed yep. and other types are not allowed. I don't know. That? that sounds pretty extremism to me. Yeah. You better watch that. Wouldn't it be all? No. Nope. You can't have a free, you can't say anything? Or? No, well, you can't because fucking certain people can say things the other can't. You actually, right. depending on the color of your skin, is determined what language you can fucking speak. Mm. Like, so they never know a fucking fair, equal thing. It's all bullshit. So when they say, uh, they say focus on domestic violent extremism. Right now, ideas are violent extremism. Everyone is held to the same standards Charles Manson was held to, held to. Put in prison for murders that he wasn't even at the place where the murders took place at. Therefore, scary ideas and encouraging and instigating other people to violence. So, whatever. It's like, man, they can just shut down with anything whenever they want. Like It's always so easy, right? There's so many ways to offend someone or... Oh God! Or, it's, or yeah. threaten someone. Everything, everything's got some kind of bullshit. So now they just is easier for them just to silence whoever they want. It's been happening frequently. Like a lot of people's stuff getting taken down. Facebook's one of them that's really, really been hardcore. Like going retro, whatever you call it, retroactively going back 
and finding people's old posts that go against the current standards, and they're taking old posts down. And some people are even getting put in Facebook jail over something they did years ago. That's crazy. It's crazy, yeah. I don't know. The whole world's going mad, man. Maybe, uh, maybe how, how are we going to survive this? I don't know. <laughs> made it through COVID so far. That's right, man. Is it weird that I don't care if we survive? <laughs> fucking dude, you know COVID's bullshit. Matthew David made it through fucking ah, COVID. I don't, I don't think we're going to die from that, but I'm just saying, like, we might not survive in general. And we're never going to survive unless we end this fucking show, end baby. Till next week. Keep it not real.